time. Welcome, everybody. Episode number 18, the Kirk Mulpey edition of Hatrick Hockey. As always, and in suit, we're back in studio with the boys today. We didn't do the Zoom thing this week, so we decided to meet in studio this week. So we'll bring in Rob first. Rob, what's going on, man? Oh, fuck. Living the dream. <laughs> so the other day, it's really warm in the tr- in the van, and me and Mr. are coming up to the stop sign, and, and I'm trying to take my hoodie off. So I, I get it stuck over top of my head, and I kind of lean over to her, and I'm like, Babe, pull, pull, yeah, pull, pull, help me. Well, she starts throwing punches at me, <laughs> and there's a guy sitting at the other stop side facing us. I, like, I, 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 I don't know what she's doing. She pulls, she pulls, helps me pull the hoodie off, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Nothing." I was helping you with the hoodie. Yeah. Jack and Grace are sitting in the back seat. And they're just laughing because it looks like she's jerseyed me. In the, in, in the front seat of the van. <laughs> so, you know, I look over at the guy sitting in front of us, and he's just like, like I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. It didn't really happen. <laughs> how was uh, Halloween there? Did, did, oh, it was great. We got to see all the kids. A bunch of kids. Oh, yeah. We, got, we had quite a few. We had quite a few. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I just love seeing the little kids. You know, it's it's, it's all about them, right? Oh, so. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We uh, well, actually, we were probably one of the first, eh? Because we kind of yeah. stopped kind of early. Uh, Sean, Sean, and um, uh, Chelsea stopped by. Oh, okay, yeah. So the, they were the first because Sean needed a hat for his uh, Woody <laughs> costume, yeah. which was pretty awesome. Yeah, because they were yeah, I seen dressed the up as there. Woody. They look good. She Chelsea was dressed up as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Um, their little one, uh, Marley. Marley was dressed up as uh, what's the little cowgirl one? Um, I don't know. I'm horrible. With, with and then, cartoons, and then so. the baby was dressed up as the three eyed Martian. Yeah, I seen that one. Yeah, <laughs> it they were so great costumes. Funny. Great costumes. So funny. Great costumes. And we'll bring in Wally. Wally, what's up, man? Oh, you know, same old man. Uh, just uh, went over to Buddy's 40th birthday this weekend. Victor Carranza. Oh, happy, happy birthday. The San Salvadorian Prince. Ooh. <laughs> and we lit it right the fuck up. Good. <laughs> it was these so, things happen. These, it happened. Where, yeah. where, was, where was that at? Like Windsor? Uh, uh, London St. Thomas. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. always forget that you're from up there. Yes, sir. A lot of fun. So you're A lot of fun up, with the boys. Yeah, so week. you're up there hanging out with the old crew, eh? Yes, sir. Beautiful. Lots of fun. My Halloween was very eventful. We, uh... So we started with you guys, and then we were driving by Mike's road, who's our guest on this show. And uh, so we drove by his road, and I said to Steph, like, hey, you should probably stop and see Mike and Tammy with the kids. So we rolled in there. Mike and I had a few beers, shot the shit while the kids were, like, running around all crazy there. It was good, and then we just went to, like, to, like, Marty's house, and we went to Harrow and seen, like, my Uncle Barry, my mom. They were all out there. So we went out there, kind of just a round trip. We weren't too, I like with just everything going on, I wasn't too crazy about hitting a lot of random houses, yeah. you know, because since my kids are really little. So I wasn't too crazy on that. So we just kind of hit like family's houses. It's nice that yeah. it did fall on a Saturday too, right? That is nice. Yeah. Like they were talking about moving Halloween to the, the last Saturday, last Saturday in every month yeah. in the last October Saturday month. in October. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's a great idea. It should be that way. It's not yeah. horrible. 
It's not horrible. Yeah. It works out nice, but yeah, it was good. We had Especially a good time. Yeah, when you like you, you got to get all the kids ready. You got to go here. Yeah. You got to go there. <laughs> you know, you don't get you don't get done work till you know three thirty four o'clock. Most, yeah. most people five o'clock. Yeah. You know, now you got to get the kids packed up. You know, you get them dressed. Feed them, like you know. Yeah. Yeah, it is hard. It is hard. Well, this house too, like it's always busy, right? Like three kids and they're all little. It's a fucking zoo here. Like now. the the oldest is seven, like seven, three, and a newborn. So yeah, this house is quite busy. Yeah. But I'll top into some hockey. <coughs> it's been it's been kind of relatively slow. That time shall of we year. say? Yeah, that it's that it's that time of year. Um the OHL though, I want to touch on that real quick right off the hop here um so at first they said that the ohl could play but there would be no hitting which caused a fucking uproar right which is it's just not hockey yeah it's not especially those kids like imagine these kids that are in their draft year and especially those like those heart and soul kids that they might not have that touch to score goals or that that just that's their game is being greedy in the corner so how could you play with no hitting so then so that caused such a fucking uproar doug ford then steps in and says that he's gonna look at it so now by the way it sounds is what they think and that there's gonna be hitting well he said <clears throat> excuse me he's he's supporting body checking okay so now where that ends up being it's really hard to tell, you know, mm-hmm. um, he is the premier. So it's he has the Ontario hockey. Say, well, thank so. God he jumped in. That's all I can yes, say. Like, yeah. I don't know what that other one was talking about, but I mean, thank you. Thank you, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank uh, you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> yes. You're we, the man. Yeah. We want the OHL to check. Like it's part of the fucking game. How so do you, you think checking? that, uh, Lisa's, uh, McLeod's panties are in a bunch? Because Doug's stepping on her toes. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not sure how she was actually saying it when she initially said it in the first place. What I think is that she was just kind of basically saying, you know, no. You know what I mean? Here's the long way of saying it. Well, we're going to have to take out body checking. We're going to have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. What you're not going to do. Hopefully she realized that when she said it in the first place and she Mm -hmm. was just stating it like that. You know, but uh, that's just ridiculous. Come on, guys. Like It's the OHL for fuck's sakes. But do you think that they could do like a COVID testing before, like uh, we do talk about it when, when we had Mike on, but do you yeah. think that, you know, like Chrysler's does, they have, they have the, the walkthrough where they you got to take a temperature. You got to like, there should be no reason. Like I walk, I had to go get uh, a heart monitor and before I walked into the office, they took the thing yeah. right, right on the forehead, yeah, yeah. Uh, my temperature. Yeah. To, to, to allow me to come gun. in, even though I had the mask on and everything mm-hmm. on, it wasn't a gun. No, it wasn't a gun. They okay. didn't put the gun to my head. Okay, it was okay. just a little. No, it's like, beep, beep, a, like a red spot. Was it like a red spot? Was the guy <laughs> sitting on a roof across the street? <laughs> You're sure though. I'm just asking. But you know why? Why? Why can't they do that? Take everybody's temperature before they come into the arena. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you can do all sorts of things like that, but only certain things are approved. As a, as, a, as a reading, you know what I mean? Uh, temperature's just a, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't think that's a you got COVID thing. You right. Know what I you mean? could be a carrier and not have any. Isn't, right. you know what Isn't I mean? there it's, some way that you could do a test where you could get a result in like half an hour to an hour? Like, right now, they have two, there's two mother, the fluidime or whatever the U.S. company 
Donald Trump is saying that they've already given him $34 million or something like that because yeah. they're the only ones who can provide a saliva-based test. Well, it's not the one where they're tickling your brain. Oh, it sucks. You know what I mean? So the, 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 this one is just strictly a saliva-based test. I'm not exactly 100% sure on the timeline of when your results are, but I believe it's quick. Like, I yeah. think it's, How are they testing? In, uh, remember, uh, what was his name? Turner tested positive in the World Series. Yeah. Right. But they didn't find out until like the eighth inning or something like that. Yeah. How are they getting that test so fast? Yeah, are so they, they testing well, them like well, right there, right yeah, then? Is, no, before, think, like, before the game. Before the game. What a test. But so they do have these tests well, that you could hours. do. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you put that on a worldwide multiple scale. Like, you, you know, you can be matching that. So, like, sure. right now they're basically putting uh, testing centers. They're going to be everywhere, man. Like, I, I think this is going to be, even when there's a vaccine, I think this is going to keep going. Like, you know what I mean? It's going to be a, a precaution anyways. Mm-hmm. But, uh how long, yeah. like, how long do you guys think we'll have to go and do all this bullshit for? Like, how I think long it'll do you, be the whole year? How long? No, but year. I mean, like, when do you think, like, it's summer twenty two? It's you think so? When everything will be like back to normal to work to where like we don't have to wear masks in stores and we don't have to. That's like, the thing, man. You're gonna have this is what I'm kind of getting at. There's gonna be precautionary measures that are gonna follow through, mm. and that can be one of them. You know what I mean? Uh, not going to be just as easy as just you know okay nobody has to wear a mask anymore i think people are going to want to see it as something you know that you kind of wean out you're in my space you know what i mean you know, or whatever it's going to turn into that no, it's changed yeah. the world right it's getting it's and crazy I, and, and, and i don't think i don't world. think that's just going to pick up and go away no so i think there's going to be something going on afterwards but as for like when does it get to the point yeah, of like, some some sort of normalcy yeah so 22 that's what i'm saying you're saying almost two years away fuck I hope not. <laughs> well, people but still don't, don't. I'd rather don't, be safe than sorry. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But people still don't uh, do the boundaries thing. Like, I'm at the grocery store. I'm picking out some peppers. <laughs> Buddy reaches right in front of me. And I'm like, bro, you can <laughs> fucking wait until I'm done here. <laughs> like, he's like, well, you got a mask on. It's all right. And I'm like, I fucking pull yeah, so this yeah, mask off you. So I don't care. Jersey you. That's where you give him the snap back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%. With the, with the, how's that mask now, bitch? With the <laughs> That's hilarious. That's fucking great. Or just pull his out and fart a couple times, Rob. Oh, there you go. Never know, right? Yeah. So we were talking about Mr. Bertuzzi. I believe it was last episode or the episode Congratulations, before Congratulations, Mr. Bertuzzi. Did we? That is uh, one hell of a number. Did we ever fucking get his number off? I was saying he was going to be a million and a half. I said a million, but yeah. I think everybody should make a million. Yeah, and we all fucking lowballed him. I and said Bertanen was 2.55. I thought he should have made less than that. Yeah, and he signed at what, 3.4 for one year? Congratulations, Mr. Bertuzzi. Great agent. So Yeah, like give him an extra. Like, but it went know, to arbitration, didn't it? I think they avoided it. Yeah, they avoided Just it. before. Oh, they really? were supposed yeah. they they were set to go on the Sunday. I think he signed on like Thursday or Friday. That's well, a, a, a pace to wait and be the last guy yeah. to get signed in if they got a lot of money. Yeah, that's mad money. As far as I'm concerned, that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Stevie White's probably at the end of needing people and got some extra cash here. All right, you know, just shut up here, take your extra million and a half that I would have paid you. Yeah, <laughs> he is a tough, tumble hockey player though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Real quick, I forgot to mention off the hop. So I went uptown, and I 
stumbled into that Tony's joint. Okay, so I seen whatever new cannabis store in town. I thought I would check it out. So I went in there, boys. And oh, first of all, the place is completely brand new. Everything's brand new. They did such a nice job in this place. It's clean. It's very well ran. Like the staff and everything was awesome. They did all their COVID stuff. They were like, everything was on point. Okay. Like fantastic store. I get shooting the shit with the owner of the place. Right. Like at first you would think like a shop like that, like it's going to be like, it's going to be an older guy or something running it. Right. This kid's fucking 22. With long hair looking like fucking Jerry Garcia. <laughs> no, he's not like, I was like, I asked him like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 22. I said, I was impressed. <laughs> like, cause just, he's good. So running. when you walked in, I want to know what sounds did you hear? Like, did you hear the sounds of like, you know, like a water pipe, that little bubbling sound? No, like no, you, you none know, of that. None of that. Bomb. Very professional. <laughs> from the bomb. No, no. <laughs> now we got to pee. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no Come music. Along. No music. No, none of that. Like, from the bomb. <laughs> honestly a good a good a good word for this place honestly is legit like it was legit place man like it was very well ran it was very well set up it was very nice it was very clean the staff was very good uh so i don't know check them out guys it was good they got everything in there anything that you want anything that you need cannabis needs they got it so go check them out tony's joining up town everybody needs that yeah, right next door to Giro's and more. I like to Convenient. partake once in a while. Yeah, that's, that, I, I said to him, I said, so they're going to come yeah, in here. Important. I said to him, too. I'm I said, what this a, joint, yeah. I'm going to get myself yeah. a Giro. That's what I told him. I said, <laughs> that's hilarious that you said that because I said to him, what a spot. Like, they can fucking come out like of your Giro store and asthma, fucking right into theirs. Yeah, like, I told him, you guys go hand in hand. So he's like, he's like your partner. Yeah. So shout out to them. They did a great job. So I just wanted to talk about that before I forgot. Right um, Tony's joint. Yeah. Tony's joint. Check them out guys. They're awesome. Real quick. Uh, actually, you know what? We should just flip it over to the interview. What do you guys think? Sounds good. This was a great interview. Mike is always a good interview. Very informative. Total beaut. Yeah. Total beaut. So, uh, he's going to give you guys an update here as to what's going on with fucking hockey in this area. So, Go 73s. Yes, go threes. Everybody enjoy. Mr. Mike Paley, round two. Roll it. This episode of Hattrick Hockey is brought to you by Layuna 625. Layuna represents over 2,000 men and women who build infrastructure for major construction projects in the Windsor, Essex, and Chatham, Kent, like the Herb Gray Parkway or the Gordie Howe International Bridge. They also provide a pre-apprenticeship and construction craft worker training in their state-of-the-art training center in Old Castle. Get the right skills for a rewarding, solid career in the construction industry. Join us. Learn more. Earn more. Check them out at Layuna625.ca. And this guy in with us now is our first reoccurring guest. He was episode number one. We have 73's GM, Michael Paley, in here for an update. Mike, how's it going? Oh, it's real good, real good. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, not uh, not a bad setup we got yeah, now, this eh? Is a lot, this is nice. Yeah, the first <laughs> time we were 
holding microphones and sitting in lawn chairs. And, <laughs> and now uh, I'm being a little bit sarcastic, but this is, uh, this is nice, guys. I think you guys are doing a good job. Thanks. So, all right, so I'm going to ask the big thing that everybody's probably wondering in town here. Are we going to see 73s hockey this year? Oh, I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I think we've done so much planning and we've got so much invested in it right now. It'd be a shame if we didn't. Um, right now, the P- where the PGHL's at, we're supposed to uh, we're supposed to start on December first. Um, at the end of the day, that's likely not going to happen. Um, there's going to be a vote on it this week. Uh, I don't really know if there's much to vote on. If we can't ha- have fans in in the stands. It really doesn't make any sense for us to go on December 1st. So I see that getting pushed out. Uh, mm-hmm. Will they cancel the season? No, I, I don't believe so. Um, you know, the OHL falls under the same jurisdiction as us. So so does the GOJHL. So does the OJHL. So almost all of the junior hockey leagues, with the exception, I think, of the CCHL, fall under the OHA. So the mm-hmm. OHA now is, is in charge of um, writing the rules. The OHL has pushed out their start date to February 4th, um, which probably means at some point we're going to follow that lead. I don't want to say that because that's total speculation, mm-hmm. but uh, I really do see us at least getting pushed out to January 1st. Um, I read a really good article today about uh, about uh, uh, the GOJHL and the commissioner talking about um, allowing 30% in the stands and, and talking like in comparisons to, you know, the community, like being out at Canadian Tire and, mm-hmm. you know, there's thousands of people through Canadian Tire through the day. Why can't we have a third of the attendance? And, you know, the hitting's a real small part of the game. Uh, so, you know, but that's obviously something that's going to play into the fact mm-hmm. of how we play. I think right now we would all just be happy to play. Yeah, uh, but the modified game that's that's out there right now for us isn't isn't hockey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's no faceoffs, no hitting, no no fun. It's How's just that? like shinny then. Yeah, it is. It's it's basically your pickup game, right? Like yeah. the goalie covers the puck, you go back, uh, you break out. You know, um, all penalties are penalty shots. There's nobody that goes to the box. It's the modified game is. It's it's hard to read. Yeah, that's how they were thinking about doing everything like that. It wouldn't be a season. What it is, it's a modified game. So say we wanted to bubble up with uh, Lakeshore or Amherstburg or Wheatley, somebody yeah. in our uh, our health uh, authority district, and we got the approval, we could bubble up with that other team and play games against them. But right now they have it as ten on ten, uh, twenty two minute periods, uh, no stopping really. Uh, so it's just it's just uh, honestly they come up with the rules. It's hard to read because yeah. <laughs> it's not hockey. You know, it's not what we're used to. It's not. You know, sure you're on the ice and you're skating, but with no contact and no faceoffs and no, you know, special teams, it makes for an awful, yeah. <laughs> awful game to watch in my Just opinion. Some unless you, yeah, unless you're like, I'm, don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, I'm sure if my our players were in here, they would love to play a few games, even if it even if that's what it is against somebody else. So, right. Um, with us being on the ice for a little bit now, I think everybody's kind of got the itch. So, because mm-hmm. you probably had more more meetings than you've had practices. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, dude. The amount of meetings that we've had this year, and again, this is my first year as a GM, so I can't really say what the norm is. Yeah. Generally, it's one or two meetings a year. They have the AGM, the annual annual general meeting, and they go through everything that day. It's usually in person. Mm-hmm. We've had Zoom meetings now, I think, probably over 12 Zoom meetings with wow. the league. Uh, so every time there's an update or a vote or a, you know anything, and plus our AGM was online too, so it just it makes it so hard. I mean, you know, that when we're constantly looking for a way to start playing and the government's looking for a way to keep us 
shut down for now. I, I don't mean that like the government's stopping us from playing, but that's the regulations that we're following in order to get back on the ice. But still, though, they need to get their shit together because they're throwing all these like kids and stuff in fucking school. Hundreds of kids in a school. Why yeah. can't you have a few hundred? They're all wearing masks at the same point. So right? do the same thing so, at the game. Yeah, I was just gonna bring that up. Like, can't they put that something in a cage? To like be able to or have like, some have seats roped of some, off that makes you like, yeah, you know, spread out. So what they said is, uh, so for the BCHL is playing right now, which is the British Columbia Hockey League. It's a tier two junior A league, and uh, they're playing right now. They can have thirty percent of their fans in attendance. So if, you know, obviously, if you have a thousand uh, thousand seat arena, you can put three hundred in. Yeah. Uh, they all have to have a mask, and they all have to be social distanced. If you go in the Essex Arena right now. There are seats that are roped off, you know, so that's going to happen. And, and if, if we were to start anytime soon, we would likely sell you a ticket that has an assigned seat. But that's something we do anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you get a, a ticket for the, th- the threes game, you're going to have an assigned seat. Yeah, all the seats in the arena have exactly. numbers, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that wouldn't uh, – season ticket holders would be something that the board and the, and, and the team, the executive, will have to work out to see who's going to sit where. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like we'd get really good attendance if we started now, unless it's scaring some people off to come out in public. I mean, and it I, I think it will to a certain extent. I think that number is really low. Yep. I think a lot of people, you know, are, are sick of it and would like to go out and see a hockey game. So. But a lot of a lot of people do go see those games as families, so mm-hmm. like, yep. they should be able to sit together. They would, I mean? yeah. It would just be like anything else. The yeah. family can sit together and yeah. they're social distance. You'd have your own little pod, kind yeah. of. Yeah, exactly. So... Hopefully, you know, we're, we're extremely optimistic that uh, we're going to be able to do that, so. What about fighting, too? Like, if they, like, they can't stop these kids, like, especially, like, at first they were saying, oh, no one can, like, hit at first, right? right? They were saying, well, if you have, like, hitting out of the game, that's going to get, you're, you're going to get more hooks, more holds, more slashing, more stick work, more, stick work, more of the clutching and grabbing mm-hmm. and to me that's going to make you more frustrated which is going to make you want to fight like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like can they really stop that i don't know i mean uh, how do you stop a, a game like contact a contact game like hockey yeah. from not having contact and a pissed you off know, teenager it's, yeah it's it's, it's 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 i don't know it, and again that's not hockey canada mm-hmm. hockey canada is following the lead of the health authorities the health authorities i'm sure you've seen the announcement i know you're with doug ford there where you know, he, they're saying that, that they're, we're not allowed to hit. Right. And, and, you know, I'm sure you've probably seen some of the feedback from the NHL guys. It's almost a joke, like mm-hmm. with the yeah. OHL, like, what do you, what do you get? What's going to be next? Right. So. And how um, do you even look at a kid draft eligibility? Yeah, it's his draft year, man. Like where that sucks. He, he can't play the game he wants to play or yeah. can play or is able to play, but mm-hmm. they're, they're restricting it. And now it's, you know what I mean? Like basically, like pong hockey. And, it is. and yeah. if you're one of those heart and soul guys too, where that's your game, yeah. like you're hitting as your game, you're like you're screwed. Hundred percent. And it will change the dynamic of teams too. Like, uh, you know, if you look at um, you know some of the teams that have won the Stanley Cup recently, there's a layer of toughness there. Yeah. You know, you very very rarely see a highly skilled team with no grit win. Right. So, you know, that might benefit a highly skilled team is to have no body contact. But then again, like, what do you call body contact? I mean, you know, you take two steps and you hit someone, you rub them out on the boards. You know, how do they time that? If you go in to get a puck and you lean into a guy, is that a hit? You know, it's the the discretion for the referees is going to be, you know, if you watch a minor hockey game, 
or sorry, I think it's house league up to Bantam where they can't hit. You can you know what a hit's a hit, you know. Yeah. If some, but if someone leans into you, it's not a hit. They don't call it a penalty. Well, for us, you know, especially at our level, there's going to be people that are going to you sure. know take a run at it. And oh, there's yeah. going to be pins in the corners. How do you differentiate that? Right? But so. it's almost like girls hockey then. And I'm not saying yeah. anything bad about girls hockey, but they yeah. can they can body each other off the puck. Yeah. Can't check. Yeah. Uh, they can they can check the stick. You yep. know what I mean? Like, yep. pin the stick up against the boards uh, as a hit, but uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Where I've these guys some... are going to be just two in and each other. Oh, oh it's going to be, I yeah, think. and it's it's not for a junior level team. And no. I'm, I'm not sitting here, you know, just from for, from my team or our team. You know, there's no team in the PGHL that wants to play without contact. There's no team in the GOJHL that wants to play it. There's no team in the OHL that wants to play without wide. It's part of the game. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and it's what keeps the... Uh, it keeps fans in the seats too, and but it actually is a part of the game. Yeah. That's how you get people off the puck. It's not, it's not basketball. You know, basketball you can stick your hand in and try to get the ball. Yeah, we don't play basketball, right? So it's different. It's a different scenario. It'd be almost like making football players wear flags. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean? exactly. Like where you can't hit, mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, of course, who's gonna watch that? No, yeah, exactly. No one's gonna so, watch that. Yeah, people watch it for the hits, and and they do. People go to hockey games to see, you know, the toughness. That's uh, yeah, of course. Lee Harris would have loved this league. Yeah, Lee Harris would dominate <laughs> and, and if they were playing like this. He said that's the only thing he didn't like about hockey. Yeah, yeah, there it, you go. Yeah, but he was Lee's like to his credit, he's a smaller guy, but he was like phenomenal on the puck though. Yeah. Like you couldn't get him off the puck because he knew how to use every single edge. Yeah. So a guy like that in this game would dominate. Yeah. <laughs> like he would he score a shit ton of goals. Right. Exactly. You can't hit him and make him think that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Change the whole dynamics of the game. I think even the skills guys would say that they don't want to see the, yeah. the, the you know, the body check. Because they like it just as much as everybody else. They do. Not when it's happening to them, when it's happening to somebody else. Exactly. In the end, though, too, these guys that play out there are kids. Like, you know what I mean? They're kids. Like, they want to play how hockey should be fucking played. Especially if you're playing junior. If you're playing junior, you're like, what fun is junior if you, you can't hit? You can't go to the box when you, like, there was times where if I did something to a guy and I was going to the box, I'd be like, fuck yeah, two minutes, well worth it. Like, you know what I mean? You can't do that. Now you're going to hack a guy or whatever. And now he gets a penalty shot. Like, yeah, well, it sucks. I hate the penalty shot. I yeah. really do. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan either. I, I was disappointed when they brought the shootout rule yeah. in, in the NHL. Mm-hmm. I always thought, you know, I've been to a lot of great hockey games where, um, where uh, you know, it ended in a 3-3 or 4-4 tie. It was still a great game. They played five minutes of overtime, and I think then it was four-on-four overtime. Mm -hmm. They played five minutes of four-on-four, and if it wasn't settled, it wasn't settled. But uh, I've seen too many big games end in a shootout, and it just just didn't feel right. I would like to see them do the the whole overtime thing, and even right down from the NHL to, like, you guys, too, is do them five minutes. Start five on five. No one scores. Four on four. No one scores. Three on three. No one scores. Two on two. Keep going down. If you have to go down the one on one, do it. It makes it more exciting. I I, I was at a game where my son played in it, and that's exactly and it was, what that's they what did. I mean. It little, went down to one on one. It's yeah. crazy, man. And it was, it was it's exciting. exciting. That's holy, what I mean. Uh, it's better than a shootout. That's it for is. Sure. Imagine because, pros you know, doing a goalie, that. A goalie goes. You know, three periods without letting a goal in, and now he loses a game because on a, sh- um, on a shootout, fucking shootout. Right? Yeah. One of the best games I ever saw was at Maple Leaf Gardens. Patrick Waugh was playing. It was actually, 
it was mine and Tammy's first wedding anniversary. So <laughs> I was at Maple Leaf Garden. <laughs> no, I was at Canada Center. Uh, so we went to Air Canada Center and five five tie. Uh, but man, what a hockey game! Yeah, Everybody yeah. left there, and you, no one cared. Right. I shouldn't say no one cared who won or lost, but it was such a great game that it, you know. And I've seen, you know, the Team Canada shootouts and stuff like that come down. It's just there's no fun to it, no. if you ask me. Our league has adopted a, uh, a three on three for seven minutes, oh, that's so cool. they extended it by two minutes. Our that's league awesome. does that, and so does the uh, GOJHL. And if and if no one scores, it's a time. Yeah, so that's that's what I, I I think that'd be a great idea. Most of the time, if you guys are watching the NHL and it's three on three for five minutes, it's a pretty good five minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, extended a couple more minutes and I almost get, I think a lot of them are, are solved in the, the goal five minutes. Goal in. But and the two more minutes, you might yeah. solve some more games. And yeah, then the shootouts might be cut in half. It'd be great if it was because it's not, it's not a good way to end a hockey game. Right. I feel bad for these, these guys that are losing points, you know, and the three point games kind of, I don't know, I should, maybe I'm a little old school, but the three point <laughs> game now is, you know, there's three points awarded in every game, right? Even the team that ties gets a point. So yeah. It's kind of screwed up the point system. Too. Like Don Jerry said, somebody passed him for the coaching wins. And yeah. he's like, yeah, well, how many points did he get in this three-point system? Yeah, exactly. You know? So exactly. True. Yeah. He got, a, he got a point no matter what. That's so, right. Yeah. Any tie, anytime you go into overtime. Yeah. And, and back in the day, it was just two-point games. I don't, a tie, each got one, obviously, mm-hmm. and then if you want, even in overtime, you get two. So. Yeah. Some teams break into the playoffs on a fucking tie. Like, yeah, that's I all know. it takes is mm-hmm. a tie. Like, to me, you should have to win to get in. Up. Well, it's just, uh, I mean, I understand why they did it, because a fan wants to go home. And, well, of course, because they want to know a winner, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, but it goes, I think, you know, it's a, it appeases a small group. I, mm-hmm. I think the hockey community would like to see, like, I, I know I would. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I really hope you guys play, though, because we were, like, just saying too that we wanted to be out at some games and have a yeah. couple beers during the game and stuff like that and then now with all this crap hits like i'm so sick of this shit already yeah, so are we i mean our players are our players have been you know extremely dedicated i mean we've had we've been on the ice now for six weeks mm-hmm. and you know but you know people here i know like lasalle and leamington had a game the other day in, or i think uh sunday and they're in the GOJHL, and our guys hear that, and they're like, "Well, why can't we play?" Yeah. Well, you know what? Our our league may or may not have different rules, and it's just no, no one's going to be playing until we get clearance from the right people, right? Mm-hmm. In Canada and the OHL. So. so, so being the general manager of the seventy threes now, this is your first year. It's got to be crazy, like. <laughs> yeah. This is not what you expected. Wow. Well, I, I just came in at such a weird year. Yeah. Like, I mean, Shitty you know, time to come in. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, it just seems like we get going in one direction and somebody pulls you in the other direction. Yeah. And, you know, the regular season we were supposed to have, when I first came on, we were supposed to have our, uh, our mini camp right away in May. That got delayed, obviously. So we thought, well, we'll just do it all at main camp. Main camp turned into... We can only invite a certain amount of people. And then it went from that September to having a bubble. Like, whoever heard of a hockey bubble, right? Until the NHL bubbled. Thank you. And then, um, you know, so then we get in this bubble and we can only have 30 to 35 people in the bubble. And then we get another guy that maybe wants to come out. Well, he can't come into our bubble. Until you release somebody. No, even then they can't. So we had had a couple of guys that signed up or that, um, that... were at our mini camp, but then they were going to junior B camps. Oh. So in the month of October, when they were at these junior B camps, they couldn't come and skate with us uh-huh. because they were bubbled in a junior B camp. Got to stick to your bubble. You have to stick to your bubble. Exactly. So we left some spots open because, and we used them. 
like, cause we knew we'd get some guys moving around a little bit or guys that hadn't mm-hmm. bubbled up yet. And then we just kind of kept an eye on the junior B camps to see how guys were doing. And at the end of October, and, and, and this adds another layer too. Uh, to get back to your question as a GM, normally you, we would be playing by now, right? Like mm-hmm. we would have been a month and a half, ten, five weeks into the season or four yeah. weeks into the season. Right. So it would have been business as usual. Well, now we're just trying to figure out a way to, you know, it, all the rules have changed. Mm-hmm. Every rule that's been in place in the PGHL or Junior C League for, forever have, have started shuffling around because, you know, I we, one of the things was they told us that we had to have all our 16- and 17-year-olds signed by the end of October. Wow. So they, what was the reason for that? They want these guys, again, back to this bubble rule, they want the midget players, the 16- and 17-year-olds, to go back to their midget bubbles okay. so that there's not so many crossovers. So every 16- and 17-year-old guy that we had at camp, we either had to release um, to go back to midget or sign them. We had no choice. Yeah. Like that's that that's what the PGHL gave you. So now instead of keeping, and we had a great group of Essex kids, by the way, um, you know, at our mini camps and in our bubbles, uh, that we would like to have kept around longer um, to do both. And really, like all of the plans that we had to do that, or even to AP, which is an associate, uh, we wanted to AP some of these players and keep them coming out to practice with us. Yeah. And work them guys into the lineup. We couldn't even do that. There's no APs this year. It's been a great experience. There's no APs. There's no APs this year. As of today, there's no APs. I suspect that once we get rolling and the season starts, they're going to have to let us AP some players in case your guys get hurt. How many do you normally have? So normally we have 23 players that we sign on our roster, okay. uh, which leaves us two extra forwards, one extra D, and one, and that's it. Okay. And then the eight, we have up to 19 AP players. Oh, wow. Which is generally your midget players that can come and fill in for you. Yeah. You know, you get an injury, a suspension, something like that. They can come. Out. So you went from 19 to zero. Zero. They gave us 25 cards this year. So now we get two extra cards uh, to sign. So we can sign up to 25 players yeah. this year. But the only people that can go on the ice with you now are signed players. So speaking of those, who have you signed lately? So we uh, we actually had a really good recruiting class. I, I would have loved to sign more younger players. I mean, the the sixteen year old rule in the PGHL is you get one, so you get one sixteen year old. Um, we had uh, the sixteen year old crop here in Essex is is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had we had uh, probably six uh, two thousand four uh, forward D and goalies out, wow. and uh, they were all really good. We have had them in our bubble right until the very end, and then we mm-hmm. didn't let them go. Um, we did sign a 16 year old from Woodsley, uh, Carter Dubinsky. Uh, his brother plays uh, on our team currently, Connor Dubinsky. Oh, so you're going to uh, have a set of brothers? We do, yeah. Oh, uh, both of them are studs, too. Both of them are, awesome. are great players, highly skilled forwards, uh, tough forwards. I mean, you wouldn't want to play against them. I'm glad they're on our team. Yeah. Uh, we, signed, uh, we signed another defenseman that came from LaSalle's camp. His name's Jack Ballmer. Uh, we signed a goaltender, uh, Colton Meal- Coulter Mealing. I just seen that one. Yeah, we just signed him. Yeah. yeah, so he was he was out with us uh, last week, um, and he's from Cottom. Um, and then uh, the other signings, I think you guys probably know about Dallas Anderson, Josh Root, uh, mm-hmm. Tate Wright, and Alex Harrow boy, right? Yeah, Tate. Tate's uh, an ass. Tate's Harrow. Yep. Tate's Harrow. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so those guys are are all joining us and. Uh, we're just excited to get going if we can ever get out there. So, 
do you think there's any way that they can do like, <clears throat> excuse me, COVID testing, like to, to make this happen, or even like yeah. an app or something that they can fill something out as to like same you know, thing. Like I you have guys to do for, yeah, you for yeah for work. Like for I have to fill out this thing. I walk through this thermal camera and yeah. everything. And it tells me my temp and all that stuff. So. Is there anything that they can do for you guys to ensure that the players aren't walking into their room sick or have anything? Or? We're doing that now, but it's all on the honor system. So basically, you if you're walk sick, in, don't fucking show up. <laughs> well, th that's kind of the message that we've got yeah. out. But um, you know, there is a list of questions that you have to ask as a screening when they do come in. Uh, they're they're obviously screened. The guys all know the questions now, so basically when they come to the door, it's like... Nope, yes, nope, nope, well, nope. <laughs> if your answer is yes, you better not be there. Mm -hmm. right. And that's basically what we told everybody. Hey, if you're not feeling well for the day... It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Take, yeah. The, take the day off. It's a different situation. No one's going to call you out on it. You know, yeah. the teammates might bust your chest. Yeah, you want to Yeah, you might get a little of that, but... You no, might. it's... And that's... We totally understand with the, you know, the circumstances yeah. now. If you're, you know, if you got to feel like you're not feeling well, I mean... Stay home, right? Yeah. So meanwhile, half of them are probably hung over. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know 16 what? Sixteen and, and hung over. Never yeah. heard of it. Yeah, I know how it is, boys. We're watching you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was just curious as to like how that would all go, like when yeah. it comes to like going into the rink, and I'm I've seen like you go in one way and you exit another way, and. Like, it's going to be weird for a well, little bit. Well, yeah, and for us, anyways, we were in Harrow. Uh, we were out in Harrow for – last Thursday was our first night back in our room. Oh, wow. But, yes, it's in our room. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I mean, it's nice to be back in Essex. We do have access to our, our, lock, our dressing room. But we have to follow the rules. We have to social distance in the room. Not everybody who has a stall in the room right now to put their gear in – uh, the, we've Good. got, we've All got a that. system. So every other stall is being utilized mm -hmm. right now. The guys that are in the other stall, we've got set up in the hallway, uh, so that they Jeez. can change out there. Uh, they still can't use the showers. Um, Holy crow. Yeah. It's, it's not the same uh, at all. But uh, we are happy to be back in Essex. Well, I don't want to complain too much because we do have a, <laughs> the town of Essex. Uh, we've worked really well with the town of Essex to get to where we are right now and we are you we do have access to our dressing room and afterwards it's got to get all sprayed mm -hmm. down and it's just a different world right now yeah you know one it's of, not something that i'm not used to one of the questions i had is what the hell was going on at, at at the rink there like they had to fix a bunch of stuff didn't they yeah it actually delayed us from getting in there we were supposed to get in there obviously they were going to put the ice in in september normally they put it in mid-august so that we can have our well not just us but the, the we would have have our uh our main camp and then our, 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 you know, our training camp and then move right into our exhibition season and mm -hmm. be playing by now. But there was a problem down in the hallway. Uh, and I heard that it, there's only one pad in, by the way, it's only the main, ice the main pad. rank. Yeah. The other one is supposed to, I believe going in Two late November. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there was a problem down there. I believe it was with one of the pipes. I don't want to pretend to be an expert or even no, though, but we've just been kind of keeping in touch with the yeah. guys at the rink to, and you know, I'd pop in there and see what was going on and you couldn't get down the hallway if you wanted to. So, uh, just asking the guys what's going on and when we could get in. And, and once they got the ice in, uh, we had to wait, they had to wait, I think for a, a boiler to get done so that they could have hot water to put the ice. To oh, finish okay, the ice. Yeah. So, uh, it pushed us out a little bit, but uh, we're happy to be there. So. Me too. 
Let's get it's just nice going home. to the rink, I'll tell you right yeah. now. I mean, I've always been that guy. I, I haven't played since March, and I'm itching, like, yeah. just to get back on how, the ice. How many guys are you allowed to have on the ice, Mike? So right now, we can have up to 50 in the building. Uh, and on 50? the ice, uh, on the ice, I believe the limit's like 30 or something. But oh, we're, okay. We're under that. So, I mean, if you count, you know, our assistant coaches, and then generally there's four or five of us up in the stands. Uh, but if you count our assistant coaches and players, we're under that. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, there's oh, so many restrictions now. Yeah. I wonder how long it will be like this for. Man, I hope it. I, I hope the whole, I'm hearing the vaccine thing might change everything. You know, if they come out with a vaccine, maybe. It, Would you get it? Uh, no, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I probably wouldn't, but I usually I don't get either. a flu shot. I don't, I, I don't I, either. I usually don't, get, you know. I just I, started did getting you? a flu shot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're getting a flu shot, I want to look like you. <laughs> that's why you have a face that's for radio. That's why I don't get a blue shirt. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's in radio now. <laughs> Maybe it's the flu shot. <laughs> for anybody listening out there, so don't get a blue shot. So that's what happened. Now I see where your sister gets yeah. it. That's hilarious. I love it. So I saw that you picked up uh, Jeff Brett. Mm hmm. Yeah. How'd you get. Uh, Ah, uh, you know Get what? Nine, I was I've been bugging nines for a long time. Yeah. to be honest with you, he's a he's a guy, a local guy here in Essex that, uh, and I don't want when I buy local. I mean, he's well known throughout the uh, Essex community, but he's well known throughout the city. Uh, you know, a lot of people know who Jeff is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, for us, anyways, I've been bugging Jeff for a while. To hey, how's it going? Good. Yeah. So Good. real, real quick, yeah, too. Mike, Sorry, that's Wally. Wally. Well, hey, Wally. so we're 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 just welcoming Wally. Wally's coming in right Oops. now. So. <laughs> Say, say, say hi, Wall. Go ahead. Crack your beer. What's going on? What's going on, Jeff? <laughs> All right, Mike. Go ahead, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, so with, Je with Jeff, we were, uh, you know, I've been talking to him for a little while. I was asking him about, you know, coming on board with us, uh, you know, at, at some capacity. And, you know, I, I, I think I waited until the golf, the 73s golf tournament to put the icing on the cake. I, he had just the right amount of beers. And I said, you want to join the staff this year? And, uh, you know, he, he was like, yes, yeah, that sounds good. So, you know what? He's a wealth of knowledge. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I played for him. Uh, I know him. I golf with him. He's a he's an unbelievable hockey guy. And he basically what he's going to do is he's going to come in and he's going to help help us scout like all, not only the midget players, but you know, just be an advisor too. Like I mean, um, myself, you know, Riley Jones, and I just I, I say that myself and Riley Jones, but. We Riley's our director of player personnel. He's he, like total Riley, beaut, by the way. Total beaut. Riley is the most <laughs> organized hockey guy you'll ever meet in your yeah. life. Like if you want to know something about someone, he knows it. Right. Um, you know, in fact, I joke around with him and ask him, you know, if he knows who the, you know, if, if he knows what the guy ordered on Amazon. Now. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, he and and really, Jeff's just going to be one of those guys that we can bounce things off of. You know, and like, what do you think of this guy? Having said that, it's not like. It's just us three. I mean, Danny Anger is is a is huge into recruiting. You know, oh, he's a uh, Jamie oh, McDermott, yeah. Chad Walters, Dallas Pereira. Oh, you got a good crew there. You got a great side. Uh, you know, and and I don't mean I'm not like even Der like Derek Laporte. Like these guys all are well connected in the community. Mm -hmm. It's not just one or two people that recruit on our team. But for Jeff to come in and help out, he's going to be a huge asset for us. He's just he's a hockey guy. He's a local guy. Everybody knows him. Everybody yeah. likes him. So, well, I tried when I, when I seen you guys at the golf tournament. I asked him. I said, "Hey, Jeff, why don't you come on the podcast?" And he's like, "Oh, you got a podcast? Oh, no, yeah. 
No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Yeah. He's like, not a chance. Yeah, that, I don't know if that would be... I'd, he would be great to have on him. I, think I didn't even see you at the golf tournament. I'm sure he's got some good stories. No? Well, no. I flew in under the radar. Yeah. I flew in under the radar. Actually, Jeff and I played together in the golf tournament. Did you? Yeah, so it was... Well, that's uh, how we got him on the... the yeah. Picked him up on the team. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It cost me a few beers. And <laughs> yeah, that was about it. It's all so, good. Yeah. So. <laughs> Cheap labor. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, because he was like, "I want nothing to do with it." No, he would. Meanwhile, he can't shut the guy up when he gets going. (laughs) He would honestly. He he would be great to have on here. He's got some good stories, and um, you know, he's he he played at a high level. He played junior B, played for the Windsor Bulldogs. Yep, Uh, and then he obviously played three years with Essex too. So. Everyone calls him Bretsky. Yeah. So nines, uh, yeah, nines, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, but he's because uh, I don't know who has better chirps, him or Jamie. Ah, uh, Jamie's pretty fucking good oh, though. Yeah, yeah, Jamie's real good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who would win a chirping contest between the two of them. It'd be, it'd be good though. Everybody it'd, it'd just sit there and their heads would just be back should, and forth. I'd sit back and listen to that. <laughs> Me too. Nines is kind of that quiet guy. Like he yeah. might throw a chirp in Just there little and, digs. And, and you might not even hear it, but the guy that did hear it would laugh. Yeah. And he is not quiet. Yeah. Because so. I remember, I remember uh, we're in the Essex Arena and somebody chirped Jeff. And Jeff goes, well, when you learn how to skate, come talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He was just like, and I heard it and de- this guy was walking away. And I'll tell you who it was afterwards, but uh, he just started walking away. Like he, st- he stopped and he didn't even realize what he had said. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and I'm just in the corner, just laughing. So because he could skate, I sent out. I sent actually. I sent Jamie a chirp today because he uh, he had sent out a. I had sent out an email to the whole team and staff saying it was actually with the new COVID rules. Mm-hmm. It had uh, the OHF had sent out a uh, uh, new questionnaire. And basically the questionnaire is, you know, these are the questions we're going to ask you when you get there. So Jamie had said, yes, yes, and yes, basically. Now I now, now I, I can't skate, he said. And I said, I know you can't skate, but you can still go on the ice. So, but uh, he's, uh, so, but it, honestly, with the, with the staff that we have right now, Jeff fits right into it. Uh, you know, it's, it's such a nice feeling to go to the arena and sit in the coach's room or whatever. Shoot the shit with the guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, everything's on the table. There's no, there's no bullshit where this guy doesn't like this guy or this mm-hmm. guy thinks this guy. Hey, if you got something to say, say it. Let's, you know, sort and, it out. And and you know what, we've done a really good job of that. Uh, you know, obviously when we're talking about cutting players, um, and you know, we get into a, a point in the season, or a point in our camp where we have to let players go. Yeah. There's a lot of conversation between us and the co- myself and the coaching staff, right? Course, it's not yeah. just, hey, what Mike Paley is going to – no, it's a group decision. Right. Who, do you, who do we like here? Mm-hmm. Unanimously, we picked our 16-year-old. Have they, have they changed your mind on any of your decisions? Oh, 100%. 100%. Right. Awesome. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I'm sure I've changed theirs. Like, yeah. And that's the type of atmosphere that we want. Like, that's uh, great. Yeah, that, yeah, that is the atmosphere you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Free open table. Yeah. Free I'm to not, talk. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm not just because I like somebody doesn't. And I sat the coaches down and said, okay, you guys got to convince me to like this guy because I don't. Right. And that's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay for, for that to happen. Um, I think that's what you need up there, though, is that combined effort. You do. Well, sure. also, too, is they might end up seeing, like, uh, something <laughs> on the ice that you didn't see up in the stands. Correct, hundred percent. Or maybe the guy, and I'm not saying this happened, so don't. But maybe the guy when he missed the net, 
maybe he got a bad pass or something and you heard the guy chirp the guy give him the pass yeah you know mm-hmm. and, and i'm not seeing that right the eye you just see oh the guy gave him a bad pass well if the guy said you know no nice freaking pass or whatever like i mean you hear that in the when as a coach on the ice and it goes in the memory bank yeah you know right away you're thinking this guy really a team player? You know, yeah, if he's chirping yeah. a guy, no. Well, pass. you couldn't. You no, couldn't, uh, couldn't take <laughs> it off your skates right and go bad passes. Yeah, but we right. laugh hey, about hey, it. Yeah. But then there's something that might you might have seen that you didn't like, and now it's sitting in your head. And every time you look at this kid, you're seeing that. But then they're seeing other things that he's doing. That's right. And they're going, okay, Mike. Well, what about this, this, and this? That's and right. Like, fuck, you know, I'm so yeah focused on this that I didn't that's notice right. any of that. Hundred percent. And that's exactly what we want to avoid and that's, that's awesome. why when we sit down as a group and we make a decision on a player uh it's if it's not unanimous it's you, you know generally it it generally turns into being unanimous by the mm-hmm. time we talk about it but it's it's you know maybe there's one guy that says i but you know it's always it's always a group decision one way or another and uh that's the way i hope it go, it is moving forward i mean it can't be it can't i can't give the coaching staff a, a group of players they don't want Right. And vice versa. I, I, I'm if a coaching staff is going to come and say, hey, this guy, this kid's an asshole, but he's really good. I don't want him. So, yeah, right. It, it's got to be a balance, you yeah. know, and that's why Cause those that, are cancers on your team. Exactly. Exactly. That'll bring the two closest guys that sit yeah. next to him down. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings it those brings, two guys it down. It brings a whole it's fucking like the Antonio down. Brown of hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah, exactly. got watch out for that guy. You yeah, know what I mean? Because exactly. you don't want that. On exactly. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, he's coming back to Tampa Bay. I don't mean, I don't know what we're talking about, but he's coming back to Tampa yeah. Bay this year. Watch how he just shuts his mouth this yeah. time. Yeah. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. You're, no, you're absolutely yeah, right. That's yeah. it. And, that's, and hard, hard, that, that's a great analogy, actually. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, if somebody if somebody calls me about a player, whether a coach or whatever, and, and okay, and I use generally, you know the name, you can make another phone call to find out if he's a good kid. Yeah. That is just as important as him, him being a good player in my books. For right. Sure. Now... I'm not going to lie to you. The better players have a little bit more latitude. Of course. It, it always happens in hockey. Like, but I don't want a guy, even if he's an all-star, that thinks that he doesn't have to participate in practice. Mm-hmm. Or a guy that thinks he's better than his teammate. Or a guy that belittles one of his teammates. I don't want him. Yeah. He, can go be, he can go be that guy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think our coaching staff's on the same page with that. So. You got like, a great coaching staff. I, I would totally like, agree. I'd crush beers with any of them. One of yeah. the best. Which we have. One of, yes. <laughs> yes. One of the best. And so, we, so we've got a great party and coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, to, to bring that point up, I, we were talking to the boys in the room the other day, and we said, you know what? When you guys come here, we want you to have fun as hockey players. Of course. This, this is a fun place to be. Put the tunes on. Do your thing when you come in the room. You know, that's the best. That's the funnest. some of the funnest stories in hockey are in the room. Yeah. Of course. But don't think for one minute that we don't want you to have fun. We want you to respect the organization and the team and the coaching staff but you better come in here to have fun because i know that there's a coaching staff sitting right behind me that will help fun anybody oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, you know and, and uh, might be in bed a little early but. yeah yeah I, a couple Jamie. of the older, couple of the older ones <laughs> <laughs> that's funny go ahead while you were gonna ask me yeah. something no i was just gonna ask like i mean is there any update in in the whole just speaking about COVID there so is there any update on what's going on or any like what are what are you supposed to do until decisions are made are you just in are you just in, in, hanging in the yeah we touched on that a little bit earlier but oh, having said that i mean we are it will be month to month right now so it looks like right now we'll be voting on a decision to uh either play or not play starting december 1st that's I would say 99% sure going to be voted down just because we can't do it. You know, we can't get that many people together. 
So I think the next date is probably going to be January 1st, um, unless the PGA wants to follow the PGHL wants to go follow the OHL league, which would be the push out of February. So right. we don't know just yet. We're how, kind of too deep. How many like if you fucking started that late, like how many games could you guys actually play for a regular season? So it'd be really short. Even if we start in January, it would be nine home and nine away games. It'd be eighteen games. Eighteen games, right. and then you get into playoffs, which they've got a modified playoff playoff system. And for the record, the P, the, the the guys running the P, the COVID committee for the PGHL have been unbelievable. Yeah, they've got scenarios going for everything, every every situation that could come at them. They've got unless we get out to February fourth, if we get out that far, it may turn into something where we play around robin season and then some kind of tournament for the playoffs. I don't know. Yeah, you know, if there's a vaccine by the end of the year and we can start in January or February. We could, we'll probably do something. We'll probably do something with fans, but um, at some point they'll shut it down. Well, well, if there's, let's say there was a vaccine, what if the league said, to play in this league, you have to take the vaccine? Then every single guy we have would probably line up for it. Yeah. Including myself. <laughs> I think, well, I think <laughs> like if you point, have to be a part of it, yeah, if you you're going to be around this. the team, Mike, you would have to do it. I right. think everybody would. Well, there's a lot of people waiting for normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you're right. Right. You yeah. stick a needle in me and, and everything's normal. That's it. Yeah, I think anybody would, would take a needle take it for to the start fucking wrong. But you know, like, <laughs> like Jeff was talking about when we had the family thing, and he said, you know, if you shut the country down for two weeks, shut everything and down, make everybody like stay, stay home. home. You cannot yeah. go out to do anything. Yeah, I think it would like be martial huge. Laws, right, right, right. Yeah, well, I but it would be huge. Would, would the would the country take it a just hit for it? Yeah, Absolutely. but it just wouldn't be successful. We all know that. Yeah, I think being close to the border and stuff might hurt too. I I don't know. I I don't know. It's I mean when it comes to politics, I mean I I still <coughs> would take a needle to play hockey tomorrow. Yeah, I don't even care what's in it. I was going to say, where do we have to go for that? Because yeah, exactly. my, my fucking league, they're exactly. we, we're talking vaccine stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How tough was it to uh, cut your roster down? You, you, you've had to do that now? Yeah, it was extremely tough. It was something that I – so we've we've cut players before, obviously. I've cut players before. I've cut – and at the University of Windsor, Kevin Hamlin did it uh, after training camps. You know, most of our guys were recruited, but we always had an open camp, and we always had to let guys go. When you're the actual guy talking to the players, it's tough. And you know what? It's not uh, um, it's not an easy thing to do. But uh, we have a great, good group of kids. The hardest the hardest part is when you you know because you know some of these guys want to be here, and you know some of the guys are going to be here. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know you we've got probably if I could have signed uh, three more sixteen year olds, no problem, no problem. I would have signed them. Mm-hmm. And all three of them would have been from Essex. Right. So, um, and those are guys that we want to be here next year. So, so to tell a, a player or a kid that's, don't get me wrong, this league's not a 16 year old league. I wish right. it was, but to tell a 16 year old, hey, you're not, you're not going to be on this team next year, but I want you here next year, it's tough. Yeah. Because the kid mm-hmm. still wants to be here. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, we only have one 16 year old, but we did it as a group. Uh, you know, we brought in, um, uh, we brought, actually when we did our final cuts, all the coaches were there. I think all of them were there. Yeah. And, uh, we went through, you know, I was, I wasn't the type of guy that was going to post a list on the door and say, see you next year. Figure it out. So we talked to every one of them, strength, weaknesses, what you got to work on next year. We want you to be a 73 and hopefully some of the guys understand that are 16 years old. We, you know, we had to cut a couple 17 year olds too, which is tough. Because they got to go back and play midget, and 
Hey. But it gives them some hope when you're sitting down with them, tell them, yeah. if you work on this, you will be here yeah, next year. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. So exactly it, it, it puts it in their lap yeah. to, to figure out what they need to do and if they want to do it. I would say most of the players that were at least 16 stood up and said, thanks for the opportunity. See you next year. Which is exactly as a general manager what you want to hear. Oh, so yeah. You want to hear, you know what? And I, I told these guys, I said, you know what? Don't just... Don't just go back and say, hey, I didn't make the 73s this year or I didn't make whatever. Go back, want to improve yourself, come in next year not only to make the team but to play on the second line or whatever your goal is. If you just come back and say, man, I was one of the last cuts last year. You know, this year I want to make the team. No, make it a goal to come in and, and make a difference, yeah. right? right? Be that guy that opens our eyes. And we had a few of them. We had quite a few of them. I mean, the, the, we thought, holy shit, these guys are good, you know. And after, like I said before, that. 2004 crop in Essex is yeah, and you looking forward to it. You had to be pretty close, like with some of the guys. Hundred percent. A lot of these guys have been. Can't I don't? Man, like it's got to be tough for you too. Yes, you know Uh, where you saw. I want this kid, but the other guys are like, well, you know, and and so they talk you out of it or whatever, and then now you got to tell them, hey, we're gonna have to let you go because. Yep. You know, we took uh, so so. I don't mind saying this, you know, out loud. We took the best player at camp. Mm -hmm. We thought that was a fair way to do it. Yep. The best player that was at camp was the player that we signed. It wasn't positional. It wasn't anything else. We picked the player that we thought was the best player at camp. Um, and having said that, we let go of some players that have been training with us since August. And, uh, you know, but they know. Like, I mean, they're 16 years old. Mm-hmm. You're training with guys. If you're training with seven other 16-year-olds, only one is making the team. Right. Yeah. So they know coming in. We hope that we've we've got the groundwork laid with these players now that they'll want to be here next year and you know give them a little taste of what the seventy threes are about and hopefully they're guys that we have next year. Mm-hmm. Oh man, fuck! I can imagine. But going in the fuck if you're like especially this is, these times yeah. though. This is you know junior I mean? hockey. Like, every time I got cut, it was always on the the board. Yeah. Oh fuck, Robbie got cut again. Hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that? Like right? a That's fucking pie. Yeah. Eh? Like a pie. Oh, yeah, and then you punch him in the face. You leave him on the ground, you walk away. Did you ever say, how can I get cut from shankles? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been cut the from house league. The Zamboni bike. I've been cut healthy me. scratch from yeah. house league. I've been... <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. cut from my house league yeah. team. Didn't know what a toe Some drag box. was. Guess I'm going to have to go play for the byway. <laughs> <laughs> No, we don't want you either, right? No, uh, no. I love how Mike just comes in here and chirps the shit out of you. That's what I get. Heads up. That's what I get. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's fucking funny. So, in a normal year, if nothing's going on, how many games do you guys play for a regular season? 40. And you're going, so uh, so you're going to be just under half the games. Yeah, if we if we were to start in December, we were going to play 24 games. Oh, okay. So and that's not going to happen, obviously. No, I don't think so. If we're going to start in January, I think it's 18. So that'll be just under half and then playoffs. They've got a, a modified playoff. I don't know if it's been approved yet or not. It, it doesn't matter if it has been or not. But for this season, they've got a modified playoff where once you get down to the final four, there'll be a mm-hmm. tournament somewhere. Which sucks for us. For and I would uh, we've turned that down because there was a proposal to have uh, uh, to have that as a regular standing, like like the mm-hmm. OHL does with the Memorial Cup. We wouldn't want to do that in Essex. I mean, if you know, if we were lucky enough to make it to the All Ontario semis or the All Ontario finals, we want to have it here. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to have to you know go on the road for a weekend and try to win a tournament to win it. So yeah. um, you know, obviously, I'm not saying that we're that team right now, but. 
Um, I hope we are, and if we are, we want it. We want it to be in Essex. Now, do you think there's? Sorry, Wall. Do uh, is there any shot of you guys not being like at all, like no games at all? Yeah. If, so I here's my opinion on it, and I don't I don't want to speak for the leagues. But no one, no league wants to shut it down first. Mm-hmm. Like if you're the PGHL, you don't want to shut it down. If you're the GOJHL, the Junior B League, you don't want to shut it down. If you're the OHL, you don't want to shut it down. Because as soon as you do, your players are going to scatter. Yeah. Yeah. So the the dates in Ontario should align, if, if you ask me. Like if, if one team in Ontario or one league in Ontario is playing, they should all play. Mm-hmm. And we said that in our league. We're not going to play in Essex County if there's teams in another jurisdiction that can't play. So we, we as a PGHL are going to play. To answer your question, I think if we get into February, there's a really good chance that we will start uh, the next season. Uh, you know, we would start by doing our training camp in May. And they would just say, okay, that season's a wash. They'd work through all the player issues that they're mm-hmm. going to have with overagers and who's going to go where. I mean, that's another layer, right? So as soon as they shut the season down or if they shut the season down, which I don't think they will, I think we're going to play. Um, you know, they got to get into a whole different, what if, you know, they'd have to move to the age of 21. Right now we're 21. So you got 22 year olds just to get that one year in. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if they'll do that. I, 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 there's some different proposals on the table. Some would be to carry over your roster to next year. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of 2000 kids that play, uh, in the GOJHL, the junior B league that, um, would be out of their last season. We have four overagers that would be out of their last season if they shut it down. Uh, if they don't, then, you know, do you pick four two thousands, which would be normally your overage group. So, yeah. I mean, we only have three right now, but I'm sure we'll have four by the time the see four or five by the time the season starts. So, um, I don't know. They're gonna. There's gonna be some tough decisions. Yeah. Go ahead, Wall. What were you gonna say there? No, I was. I was just chiming in with the conversation. Oh, okay. Sorry, man. I felt bad. I'm like, shit. I cut him off, no, but I didn't I want to forget that question. You can cut me off anytime. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know how many times he's been cut off? Yeah. <laughs> so, At the grand, Mike Costin. Mike Costin oh, cut Jesus. me off. <laughs> Do you believe that? But nobody gets cut off at the grand. I, I know it was a crazy night. It was a crazy night. I don't know what happened. Unreal. Unreal. Do you got something else, Rob? Um, I see you searching. He's searching. So, so are are you enjoying what you're doing right now? Although as tough as it is, are you, are you having a good time doing it? Absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, I loved. Um, I. I, I've always loved being around the game. I mean, I love coaching my daughter when she played. Uh, you know, when I got the opportunity with the Lancers, I absolutely loved being there. Yeah. I love being on the road uh, with the guys and being at games. And yeah, I think, you know, anybody that's played hockey gets that feeling in their stomach when you're excited about going to the rink. I mean, I've always mm-hmm. said going to the arena is therapeutic, right? You ever got a cold or you're not feeling good, go to the rink, you'll forget about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, anyways, the transition from Windsor, from the Lancers here, uh, was fairly easy for me because I had been doing a lot of recruiting and a lot of scouting and all that kind of stuff with Kevin. Um, but absolutely 100%, I've actually, I feel like I've actually found a, a really good area where I can get that balance of not being on the road. Like it, it's a tough schedule when you're with the Lancers. You're, yeah. you're gone Friday, Saturday, you getting home like at three, four in the morning. Saturday night, Sunday's a rough day. 
that weekend, and then the next weekend you've got Friday, Saturday at home. Then next weekend you're Friday, Saturday on the road. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you're either on the weekend, you're either on a bus or you're in the arena. Not that there's anything, it just get it wears you down. With this, I mean, we haven't been, you know, playing any games yet or whatever, but at least it's something that I can manage throughout my normal day. With, mm-hmm. You know, I got a fairly busy schedule at work, but I can work it all in, uh, you know, and do this at night. And it's, it's right here in town. So, and I, I'm extremely lucky to say that our coaching staff and, you know, the support the board's given us and myself personally here in Essex has been second to none. Mm-hmm. We've got a great, uh, great group here in town and, I absolutely love being here. And it makes you put oh. pants on for half the day. Man, I got to put my pants on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You work from home. The Zoom meetings yeah, all, there you all go. day. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So the other half of the day, I got to wear pants. <laughs> I got to go to the arena. Tam, hey, Mike, you going to put pants on going to the arena? Uh, oh, shit. I almost forgot. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't have to wear them today. Thank you guys for not wearing pants. <laughs> it's been weird, but, you know. It's awkward, but. This is know. how we always record in studio, isn't it? <laughs> Catching looks under Tuck there. Tuck that thing in. Or something. <laughs> oh my god, that's not a microphone. <laughs> but I hope that I hope uh, I hope the board wants to keep me around because uh, you know not only do I feel like we've uh, we've done a good job here initially, but I I'm I'm super excited to be in Essex again. And the, it's Essex has a, a really cool hockey aura about it. Mm, it like does. It, it really does. Like I mean, whether you're in the rank and you look around and see the championships that. Just the, the the history here is... There's a lot. And you know what? I think a lot of the guys that are either here as a coach or a player respect that, and they're excited to be here as well. Just as yeah. excited as me. Like, I mean, I feel like a little kid when I go there, too. I'm sure my wife will laugh at me when I say this, but I, I do. Like, I, I look forward to going on the rink all the time and, you know, smelling the ice and, <laughs> you know, just part of the... French part. fries and vinegar. Yeah, maybe yeah. some French fries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any idea who's going to wear your letters this year, even though you probably can't say, but do you guys have a rough idea as to who will be yes. wearing what? Yes, we do. We have, uh, we have some, we have some guys picked out. I would say that we're 90% sure that we're not going to change it. I, I don't want to say that yet. It'd be unfair to make that mm-hmm. announcement without talking to the players first. When do they get to find out? Uh, I would say in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I would say before the end of November for sure. As soon as we go to put, you know, jerseys on for the first time, you know, we've got a good idea who our captain's going to be. And who well, you can tell team. us. Nobody listens. No, to yeah. <laughs> no, no one from Essex listens to yeah. us. <laughs> you know what? It'd be un- I, you know, I'll be glad to come back, but uh, it'd be unfair to tell you it's a. Uh, it's a. It's usually a pretty special moment in for sure. Captain, of course. Captain. Well, whoever wears that, see, we might have to get him in here with us. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the NDAs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Whoever you. Because we, we met a couple of the boys uh, through the golf tournament there, yeah. and uh, yeah, they were great kids. Yeah. yeah, they are. You know what? Absolutely, every one of them. I could tell you. You know, I walk into the room and I shoot the breeze with the boys all the time, and uh, you know, I can't think of one guy you know, that we, we have around right now that, you know, isn't a good per- person. Yeah. Uh, we got a big, uh, we redid the signage in our room and, uh, the big sign when you walk in is, uh, better people make better 73s. Mm-hmm. And we're firm believers that of that. I mean, the other signs in the room and a big mantra for us is prepare to win. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we do have a group, uh, 15, uh, 15 mantras that we call them, uh, right underneath the sign that says, uh, prepare, uh, better people make better 73s. Uh, and it's new this year. And what it is, is 15 mantras that uh, our organization wants to live by. Um, 
and it goes from things like you know mopping the floors and, and not being a good teammate uh all the way to you know plant trees that you won't see which means hey this is a rich history you're going to be here you know you've got to make sure that you represent this team well and you're going to see results down the road mm -hmm. and you're going to say holy shit i was a part of that mm -hmm. you know and that's what we want these guys to feel when they come in the room so it's uh we went through it with him the other day i think it's pretty special i mean the guy coaches have all bought into it and uh the players are are excited to see it too so can dig in boys yeah awesome. let's fucking do it <clears throat> let's get some games going kick some ass I'm very we excited. Championship. Very excited I can't wait. It. Honest to God, I'm, we're definitely going to go well, to some games. Oh, for sure. Because now Mike, Mike's built beers. this wagon, right? Yeah. So I'm on. Nice. You know, you're on. You're on. Oh, oh fucking so, right. Let's go. I can't wait. There's, there's lots of room. We got. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you, it's, uh, <laughs> we can always hook up another wagon. Yeah. Yeah. A chain of wagons. <laughs> there's lots of room. We we love it, and we hope that the you know when the when we finally get fans back in that everybody's excited to come out. Cause I think what they're going to see is a really good product. Not that they haven't seen that in the past, you know, but uh, we definitely got some really good ads. We've got a couple more that we're working on. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think, you know, when the guys come down there, they're going to see a lot of talent. They're going to see a lot of grit and hopefully we can get body checking back in. So let's get some fucking see. scraps too. Yeah. So here. they can see a couple uh, dusters and, you know, oh, maybe a, actually yeah, speaking so. of that, did you have any in camp? Did you have any fights in camp? Probably not allowed to talk about it. No, absolutely not. No, no fights. Not allowed to no, touch. There was no body contact. Not, yeah. not even a handshake. <laughs> I thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> well, you he's, you're like you, he's like you. He's like you, motherfucker. Next. All right, oh, Billy. Man. We uh, yeah, Billy. We may have to edit that. No out, dusters but. in camp. Yeah. No body contact. Yeah, we may have to edit that out. No. I just saw it out asking just to be an asshole. <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's a good question. But no, it's uh, it's all good. We had uh, we had a great camp, and uh, you know, I, like I say, I was very surprised not only the talent that, from the guys on our team, but the the talent. Look at you laughing over there. I, know, you, I knew you were gonna ask because, dude, I seen your face like you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good question. Don't edit it up. It was it's all good. All right, it's all good. <laughs> Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Zero. No. No, there was not nobody there to see it. The only people that were there to see it was our coaching staff. I mean, there was no parents. There. And they didn't see it either. No, no parents didn't were there. We was, didn't see nothing. Yeah, rink attendance. Is there <laughs> is there anybody that you're really excited to see out there playing for your team? Like I, I you could say everybody, obviously. Yeah. But is there one one kid out there that made you go whoa? You know that you you like. I'm really glad we got this guy. Uh, I would say there's a few. Yeah, okay. I would say there's a few. I mean, uh, one of the the two new signings that we got, I wasn't there last year, so yeah. you know, but I did see quite a few games. The two new signings, I think, are going to be guys like uh, Dallas Anderson's very skilled. Josh Roots, a 200 foot player, played junior eight, tier two junior eight last year. Not only that, but there's a lot of players, and I don't. I'm going to leave somebody out if I if I do start mentioning any names. But there's a lot. Thank you. There's a lot of players that are in the. Uh, that played for us last year. Carter's brother, Connor, thank you, yep. is, a, is a player that, uh, you know, got invited out to some junior B camps and, you know, I get brain tear to my eye, but he chose to stay in Essex. Uh, mm -hmm. So we had actually five players that, that got invited to junior B camps but wanted to stay here. So nice. uh, that's that's a really good feeling. That shows you something right it, Yeah, it's a really good feeling. Well, they got to like the coaching staff, right? That's I hope so, know. yeah. That's how you know you're doing something right. Yeah. and But, but I mean, to answer your question – Man, I could go up and down the lines, literally up and down the lines, and I'd leave somebody out. Yeah, we've got a great, we've got a great starting goalie, 
you know, Jaxie, Jaxie's been in the league. He's played gymnastics for five years, four years. So Jaxie's going to be good. We've got a good good guy coming in here to help him out, the supporting role in, in uh, Coulter Mealing. Uh, you know, defensive, defensively, we've got a couple of good vets in there, Keegan McVoy and uh, Owen Myrink. Uh, and then uh, Cujo is going to Curtis Jackson is going to play defense this year for at least the first part of the season. The three young kids we got in uh, on D are are going to be great. I mean, between Tate Wright, Alex Braddock, and Jack Ballmer. Um, and then we we've got a couple more D that we're looking at right now pretty seriously. Up front, man, Jack Sankle has been there for a while. Uh, Jack's a, a great player. I mean, if you if you've came to any seventy three scheme. You know who he is. Mm. If you, especially if you're on the road, they were the guy that he was booing. So, Love it. Yeah, My kind of guy. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> but I mean, I'd be I'd be leaving people out. But uh, you know, certainly. I don't think he did. Certainly. Everybody. The boys are going to be like playing this for their buddies. Fucking To see everybody I, again, I don't want to leave anybody out up front. But uh, you know, um, a couple of these guys are, are. I'm super excited to see, and and they're all. They're all there for the right reason. Yeah. They all want to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they all have the same attitude. They all have the same goal. They're all good people. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, whether it's a, a 16, and I told our 16-year-old this when we signed him. You know, I said, okay, you're 16 years old and you've came in and we signed you as your 16-year-old. But now your age doesn't matter. Right. You're, you're a member of the 73s and now you got to try to be a 73. Right. You know, and, and that's... That's I don't mean that in a bad way because he's still going to be a rookie, but he can't just come in and say, "Oh, great, I'm here now." Right? You right. got to keep working, and that's yeah. what we've yeah. we've told all of our guys. Don't if as soon as you think that a compliment from us is good, whether it be us or the coaching staff or whatever, it means you got to step it up another level. Yeah. You can't just sit stagnant. So right, because you always want to hear them. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah, exactly. From, from any boss. Or, or coach or anything like that. you get a compliment i want another one i'm, I'm gonna be better next time that's right yeah so, exactly exactly do you got any rules that you're gonna be like lula Morella, like no facial hair no i would never have a no facial hair rule <laughs> ever if i had a, f- a full team of guys with beards i'd be on three chins yeah there. you'd see all my chins i got it yeah <laughs> He's just fucking darts yeah. flying everywhere in the studio today. But we did okay. have the rule meeting with our team. The rules are, you know, obviously uh, something that's, uh, you know, for our team to, uh, they're, they're obviously team rules for the players and coaches. Uh, but basically, the long and the short of it is, uh, you know, be a good person, respect everybody else's time, and work your bag off. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, we don't want guys, you know, we don't, we don't want guys that are, you know, just going to be here for, you know, I, and I said this before, back nine and career guys and just putting in time, right? We yeah. have guys that want to be here, but the team rules are the team rules. I mean, they're probably the same rules that a lot of teams have, but no, uh, nothing exists. Not, no, don't be a jackass. Yeah. Be a dummy on the yeah, road. Be a, Keep your be shit together. Person. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. All that. <laughs> you see Jamie McDermott over yeah. there? Don't act like him. Don't be him. That's fucking fun. Because we'll have to get Jamie back on here because now he's met the boys. Yeah. You know, because yeah. every time, hey, I'm, he's like, what, I can't really tell you. I've never fucking met him. anybody. I'm never like, met oh. him. No, he's, you know what? And I think that was a while ago when you had him, but he's been out, uh, you know, especially, you know, once we started getting in training camp right now and then, you know, getting back on the ice and running practices, he knows who's who now. And, yep. uh, you know, what I like about him is he's, you know, a little bit more old school. 
Um, so he's going to add a different layer to our team. I think mm-hmm. I talked about this before, but, uh, you know, him and Danny and Chad and Dolly and it, it, like they're, those guys are work well together. What this guy yeah. thinks is right, uh, you know, to try to make a different play. Maybe this guy thinks is wrong. Jamie's old school. Like I am like, there's, there's times where you got to dump the puck in. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you can't carry it through everybody, right? And right. He identifies those little good plays. Those plays that when you're sitting watching TV at night and uh, somebody makes that little play yeah. that some people don't notice, yeah. that's the right play, those are the little plays that win games. That's two, started 200 feet yeah. on the other yeah. end of the ice. Yeah, exactly. You know, that nobody exactly. even picked up until yeah. that one you know, Connor McDavid's yeah. wheeling down the wing and he's... Going seventy mile an hour, yeah. you know nobody saw that little pass yeah. off the boards. You're right. You chip around the, it's the, always, the defenseman or, or that or good decision that was yeah. made back in, in the defensive yeah. zone. It's always yeah. that one little thing that leads to a goal. Yeah, yeah. I always used to like when you when you'd see like a player about to like make a pass, and then there's well, obviously there's the you know the tape the tape ripper pass, you know, and yeah. I like snap, yeah. it's like yeah. right yeah. off the I love plate, those. You know right. I mean? love those. But right. it's the ones where you see it's a soft pass, little like muffin. St- Stupid soft, you yeah, know what I mean? And the guy had to go around, but you just knew he was going to be there about yeah. the time that buck, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, like saw, he saw him going. That's talent. That little sauce. Yeah. And you know what? That, like, I've always said this. This is like, one of my lines is like, there's times where you got to punt. Like, yeah. you know, you, you if a guy's play, Tom Brady in the New England Patriots punt. Like, if you're bringing the puck through the middle of the ice and three guys are there to greet you, you got to punch. You got to right. dump it yeah. in right. and go get it, right? Like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're skilled enough and you're one-on-one against the guy, then it's a different situation. But mm-hmm. it's all it's all about the game. It's all about Don't dump it in my corner. I'm going for a change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dump and change. Rob, <laughs> Rob's going to toe See, you guys coming and he was straight to the bench for a change-up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> fucking demon or way too oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, not to mention, too, when the puck gets thrown in your fucking corner and you turn oh, around really? the skate and you hear that crunch, 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 crunch. It's like, well, here we go. I'm toe-dragging back to the bench. <laughs> Don't throw it in your corner. There's no way you're getting it, eh? No. <laughs> well, if you throw it in Rob's corner, you are getting it. Yeah. No, because it was a healthy scratch sitting in the fucking bleachers. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, I, and I think, you know, when you, and you know, in a coaching role too, you always find, you know, you can talk about dumping in or whatever. You always find that, okay, if the goaltender plays the puck really well, you're not going to hard rim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, you know, you know, it, again, there's a right shot D playing on his off wing. You know you could probably dump it in there because he has to turn, turn towards the opposite yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you identify some of those things, uh, you know, as you're playing, and that's the way you – Now, now do coaches talk about that? Because like, remember when, when in the playoffs there when they wouldn't mm-hmm. dump it in Victor Hedman's corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were dumping it in the other 100%. guy's corner all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they the knew would you dump it in Victor no. Hedman's no, corner. No, no, no. But, but – but obviously, this was a coaching decision, and I say yeah. when he's on the ice, we're going into the opposite corner. Yeah, <laughs> his his wing guy must be just like fuck. Yeah, get fucking drilled every time. Yeah, it's like keeping the puck away from Mike Smith. He yeah. handles the puck the best, best mm-hmm. goalie in the league. Like right. nobody hard rims it because he's got it. He'll he'll start the breakout. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, the guy's that good, right? So yeah, Martin, but, Marty Turco, the Don yeah. Cherry said he was the best best in the league. Yeah, yeah. most intelligent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he was the one that did something with his hand. He was the first one to do it, wasn't he? Cujo flipped Turco? his stick over because he was right-handed. He was, yeah, yeah, he had to no, flip but his stick over. But. Turco, I feel, did something with his hands. I forget what he did. I'll have to, like, look it up again. But he did something with his hand where he, like, flipped his hand a certain way, and he was, like, but he was, like, the first one to do it. And 
Hmm. You guys didn't have him on yet, did you? Not yet. We're going to. Make sure you do. Yeah, he's already said he would, but he got it. It was great that you got us, Todd Warner. We really appreciate it. These guys here, good thing we were under the table. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to listen to that interview. He had so many good stories. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was. He I'm glad awesome, you asked man. him about the Battle of the Blaze thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember he was sitting in the bus in front of me, and he told me that he – and I knew he – because I used to watch Battle of the Blades, and I knew he was on there. Yeah. And I said, did you ever dress like, like a girl to go on the ice? And he went, like, he gave me that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I did. And I couldn't remember the song until I listened to it. Yeah, until I listened to it. He was a brick house. Yeah, but uh, – What a hey, great guy. Hey, you want, me to be- awesome. you want me to meet a better guy, and yeah. I'll tell you what, he's just – He's one of them guys that you could you could have on tomorrow and he talk again for yeah. two hours if you. We're like. gonna get together and play some golf with him. Yeah, we, we have to. Well, we'll have we to have to make sure we bring Mike with us. Yeah, but his stories about other people were better than the stories about himself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. The, the way he would tell... With fucking he Danny? About Denny well, he knows cooler yeah. people than us. <laughs> like, we're telling stories yeah, about yeah. Jamie McDermott. And, you know, and he he's knows... So, we got to know better guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's so much cooler. <laughs> like, you know, like, no offense, Jamie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we tell stories about our hockey stories and they just... They don't compare. Like, no. You know, like I, I've told you the story before, you know, when you're sitting on the bus and, the, you know, you're listening to Todd's stories and it's like, he's talking about. <laughs> he's sitting like, uh, yeah, exactly. He's talking about playing Dreamy in the Olympics, yeah. playing with, you know, these big studs in the NHL. And I'm telling a story about playing for shinkles, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. not. Rob called him a dad rocket. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah, he, he would have got a lot. Dude. He would have got a lot. Yeah, he's a dude. Snake. He was. Oh, and he didn't even. He didn't even rec- realize they said it. Right, and then yeah. he keeps on with the conversation. Yeah, and then he's he like, laughed. About- Did you just call yeah. me a dad? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a stud. <laughs> and, he, and you know what? I I love uh, when we were at the Lancers last year. He would. Uh, he was on Sportsnet. Yeah. And I mean, I absolutely loved watching Sportsnet when he was on there. He's yeah. that good. Yeah. And, and I'm not just saying that because I know him and I coach with him, but he is. He's just that guy that. You know, I think I've told you before, you could walk down the main street in Toronto and everybody knows who he is. Yeah. Everybody's stopping him for selfies. Yeah. And, which Wally, is good. It kind of took the attention off of, you know, you, everybody yeah. asking me. Yeah. Wally, you actually <laughs> said it the best. You said Warner is just ultimate least fucking nation. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You can't get. But he's that out. he's that hardworking guy. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's everything you expected in a in a Maple Leaf back. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you actually look for today. But like you were saying. <clears throat> that I wanted to bring up the Leafs, like, you know, the, the grit, the, this, the, that, and, and the, the Leafs didn't have it last mm-hmm. year. Like, what do you think about their new pickups coming in? Oh, I, I, I've, I've actually been very impressed. And you know what, since I've become a general manager, I kind of watch what these guys are looking for, Yeah, you know, a little bit more than I used to in the past. And it's not all about skill. I think most people that watch hockey and are around hockey know that it's not all about skill, but the, the dynamics of a team can change by bringing certain people in. Yeah. I think Patrick Maroon came into Tampa last year, and there's no doubt in my mind that he wasn't a key figure in winning for the sure. A big rig. Or for sure. Absolutely. And, and he like won it twice in a year. Back, no, so, Absolutely. There's no, there's no way you could tell me that if we weren't here tomorrow that 
Patrick Maroon should be signed by the league. Right. And, and again, it's, I thought that's what I, I wanted him. That's what I, I wanted said. him. To he just signed for two years, nine a year. Yeah. Nine hundred thousand. Yeah. 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 That's the least should have Yeah. He's fucking cheap labor. Because how much did he change the dynamics of that? Stanley Cup when he dumped that puck into the oh, bench. I was like the they the, all that went series, That was like the series clincher without going in the net. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was on spit and chicken. He goes, so how important was that, eh? Well, did you mean to do it? Well, yeah, you keep skating down their bench and they're going, hey, fatty. Yeah, like, he's like, am I that fat? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, like I, I do what I can. I felt yeah, butt hurt. funny, man. He but those are funny. the guys that win. Yeah. Those are the yeah. guys that win. They are, and like, 100%. You know, and, and so with the Leafs, you know, you get players like that, like the Wayne Simmons in, uh, TJ Brody. I know he's a Chatham kid, you know. Um, like, those are guys that are going to come in and play the game the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think if you – and I don't want to – I think they've got some guys on that team that would take shortcuts if you let them. Mm-hmm. And to bring in some veteran guys that can monitor that and make sure they're playing the game the right way. Like know. Big Joe? Well, yeah. You Big think Joe puts, ain't going to let you, them get away with that shit. Do you think he puts Matthews me? in his place? Yeah. Matthews tells him to go fuck himself. I don't know. I think that's a tough one. Place. That's a tough one. I oh, don't no. Have, Joe's going to have because, yeah, because Matthews is not going to tell him off. They no, said no. everywhere Joe's went, Joe's told people, hey, this 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 ain't how you're gonna play. Oh, awesome! Athletes. You're gonna play no this way on my team. You know. Meanwhile, he's not the captain or assistant or anything like that. Should he be? He's only gonna be there a year or two, maybe. I don't know. I think the Leafs have improved their roster. I, I really do. That's when I'm yeah. not even a Leafs fan. I'm gonna leave it right there because I don't. I, anytime I open my mouth up, I just end up shoving my foot in it. So I'm just gonna. When it comes to my own team, yeah, I think they've made some great moves, I and I think they're gonna be successful. How far? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I'm hoping very far. I agree with you. That's I about as much I as I want to put on it because. Well, they I got, think they've got the the chemistry together. It's just you, you know I haven't, yeah. haven't watched it unfold on it. That Johnson guy that they traded for mm-hmm. and got Anderson. Anderson was it Anderson? I think so yeah. Mm-hmm. They um, said they said he's just like a Zach Hyman. Yeah. Now those are the guys I love on it. I would have a whole team of Zach Hyman's. Heart yeah. and soul. You know what I mean? Because they, they will go into the corner. They'll yeah. stand in front of the net. They'll they'll. Go sit in the penalty box because mm-hmm. somebody else did something stupid. You know what I mean? They're just and that's those guys. Well, I think the guys you want yes. on your team too. It's all about like, like, like I was trying to say is like presence. Like you got yeah. dressing room presence. Right? Yeah, yeah. You got on you the bench presence. Yeah. You've yeah. got knowledge of on the ice presence. You've got your position presence. You yeah, know what huge. I mean? You know, it's are huge. you on offensive presence? A uh, defensive presence? You know, like it's there's huge. so many. Yeah. If you can just kind of somehow figure out to put all that together and be in every one. Mm-hmm. You'd probably be a successful player. Right? Well, that's why I think you're on the power play. You're on the penalty kill. You're, you're yeah. just you're just always there. Yeah, right? and that's why I think a team like Tampa, who was probably one of the most skilled teams in the league for the past four or five years, actually won a cup without Stamkos in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, incredible. I don't want to. Stamkos is one of the best players in the game and yeah. a, a huge force on the on the PP, but. At the end of the day, they want a cup without him in the lineup. Yeah, and look who, <laughs> look who he was, look who wasn't in the lineup. Like you got Patty Maroon in the lineup. You got the big guy yeah. in Toronto, which just got brought in yeah. on defense. Like they are a skills team, but what put them over the edge was having the right group yeah. together. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's you know your exactly. chemistry. Okay, so big time, real fast because we got to get you out of here. You got to go to a meeting. So the last thing that I want to ask you is, being a general manager, speaking of that. If you're in there, do you trade him, Steven Stamkos? Do you trade him? You've won a cup without him. 
Do you trade him? Nope. Nope. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Would you trade him while you can get something for him? What's, you, what's wrong you, with him? You, I think you, you're going to be getting something for him. He's injury prone. I'm here. just saying. He's a, Listen, he's an awesome <laughs> so, player. One of the best in the league. He's always fucking injured. Okay? And like I said, he's an awesome player. But he's always injured, and you've technically won the cup without him. So do you trade him while you can still get something for him in return? Or do you hold on to him? I, I would. That's, I that's the question he's, I'm he's asking. Stayed, uh, he was injured and he stayed in the bubble for mm-hmm. a reason. I think he's that's a, true. I think he's a guy that it's a great uh, captain. Team uh, that's what I mean. Great I captain. love the guy right. as as and a player. I don't player. think you're a captain. He'd be like Iserman and, and retire Tampa Bay from life. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, just saying from good thought. Yeah, good thought like, because there know? are a lot of people that say, "Hey, you know what? This guy's in his prime." You know, should we trade him? And you know, we won last year. I mean, without him, I don't. I don't think you'll see a rebuild in Tampa anytime soon. No, because mm-hmm. they've got such a good mix there. The fucking wagon there too. But I mean, hey, I just hey, thought it was something know. I'd throw out. Like, yeah, you know, like, no, it's, it's a good question. It's a good question. I mean, you trade one of your best, the best one of the best think players. Of the assets league. you can get back because I say within a few years they're going to be in a big salary cap. But even crunch. though he's not on the ice, he's still got presence. He that's does. He say, does. You know but I mean? that's it's what not I mean. Like he's not at the games. It's that's not like I mean. he's not yeah. in the change room. It's he's, not like he's, you know what I mean? You know he's, he's in the dresser. Yeah. He's an awesome guy. guy. He's, he's an awesome you know leader. I mean? Like, but, so what? You just lose that? Well, you you know, can't, he can't, I'm just speaking of it from yeah, yeah. the oh, other, yeah. not yeah, the on the ice stuff of it. I'm talking about the business side of it. Exactly. And it sounds like an intelligent business move. Well, and that's something that, you know, you know, that's something, the part of the game that I'm learning too is, you know, is it the right decision? Well, if you have a, a heart, you don't trade a guy that's been playing for your team for right. four years mm-hmm. and his last year junior. And and I, I you know I, I don't want to say I'll never do it, but it, it would be hard to do, yeah. right? That like any I mean, that any yeah. other team in the NHL will take very quick. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know exactly. Mean, it's not like a, you know, yeah. like I mean, we yeah. want these guys in their junior hockey years for myself, anyways, to enjoy their time here. Like you don't want a guy that you know. Like, okay, it's one thing if you're a dickhead and you end up getting traded. Mm-hmm. But you don't want, we want good people. And if it means, you know, passing up on somebody that's slight, slightly better for a guy that we've had here for a while, we'll, you know, we yeah. it, so. but, uh, you know, certainly, you know, there are leaders in the game and, you know, like uh, some of these people can change your dressing room, you know, and I noticed with Todd, like Todd came to Windsor and, you know, everybody, right through the team to myself was awestruck that, you know, Todd was with us. For sure. You know, and, you know, you get a guy like in there that he can change that dynamic of the team. Can I ask you, how how did Hammer get him? I don't know. He probably sent him a bunch of whiskey and beer. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, you, you know, Take this. they know each other. <laughs> Is that how he got you? Yeah. That was a really tough sell. <laughs> hey, we need another bald fat guy on the bench, you in? I got a sangrini martini. I'll take it. Yeah. Warner, though, bald man. Bald fat guy, give like, me a call. That guy, like, if you didn't know him and you were just, like, sitting at a bar and he came up and sat next to you. Yeah. You would never know that no. who that or that he played very anywhere very that he. Guy. You know what I mean. You would never tell until like, you were on the road with him. And uh, like I always, these were these are the funniest stories. But you'd be on the road and we'd be sitting. So when you're on the road in the OUA, the coaches get their own dressing room. That's like our coach's room, right? So mm-hmm. it's just a it's just a dressing room. It's, yeah. another, it's a spare room. Yeah. So we would all sit in there before the game, in between periods, whatever, right? And that would be our spot. Well. You know, it, it never failed. Half an hour before the game, knock on the door, right? And I'd be sitting by the door, so I'd go get it. Hey, is uh, Todd Warner here? Yeah. 
right, so I go over and I'd, uh, I'd get, uh, I'd go, hey, Todd, someone's here to talk to you. So, okay. So he comes out and goes and shoots the breeze. You know, he'd be in Brock, <laughs> Brock knocking the door. Well, there's, Brock has one of the, one of the yeah. by far, the, one of the best OUA broadcast writers. Yeah. But everybody knew who he was. So yeah. before when Eric Wellwood was coaching with us, people would knock on the door. Hey, is Eric Wellwood there? So finally one night we're in, we're in, we're in Ottawa, we're in Oshawa at OUIT. Knock on the door. It's the trainer. Hey, pal, somebody's here to see you. I'm like, whatever. So I thought I'm going to get out there and somebody's going to say, Hey, can you go get Todd? Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, I got out there and there was a, 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 a guy that I work with and he said, Hey, is there any chance you can go get Anthony Salonitri? I want a picture with him. I'm like, just once, just once. Can somebody please somebody ask love me? me. Yeah, can my wife, my wife and kids come and knock on the door or something? Yeah, but uh, Tim, so, I want you to come here at this time. Yeah. Knock, knock on, on the, the door, door, ask for me. Sorry, there's somebody that wants an autograph from me, Mike. You got to come outside. Todd's super well liked it, no matter where you went. He yeah, did. people wanted, and he always had time for that. I don't want to pump his tires too yeah. much. I probably am. We already but, did. Uh, yeah, we already have. But I mean, we he's, have his he's always Absolutely. that guy that has time for you. You yep. know, if you want to talk about something, whether it be a player or you know a fan or or somebody from the media, he always had time to mm. uh, to talk to you. I yeah, and he was time. when he was, when we talked to him, he was like, "Yeah, if you guys come down, golf, bring pails down with you." Yeah, man, you we're know, we're definitely awesome. doing it. We're doing it. Yeah, yeah. it was really we're, cool. We're doing it a hundred percent. I was very excited. But, all right, Mike, we got to get you out of here so you can go yeah, to your I'm meeting, buddy. Close. It's uh, you're close, you're cutting her close, but man, seriously, I could talk forever. With seriously, you guys, thank so you so much. It's always Thank fun. You so I appreciate much. you guys having me. Anytime you want to talk about Essex hockey, Bro, I'm all in. We're going to get you in again. You're going right. to be one of those guys that's going to be a reoccurring guest for us. Just all because, right. like I said, you always fill us in on what's going on with the boys and what's going on in town with the team and stuff like that. So it's kind of nice. Yeah, to the have weekly quick update. zoom on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could do that too. How'd you rebuild? Well, I see what you're doing here, eh, Ant? Like, I see that you're, you brought another player in because you're probably going to trade one. So I get it. I don't want to be here when you bubble. You're gonna sit him down when I leave. All right, Wally's in. You're out. I love it. God, I love it. Thanks, thanks again for having me. Appreciate it. If you guys, if you guys want any other updates, just let me know. It's it's always fun to talk about Essex 73s. So. Hell yeah. We right. wish all the success, Mike. Thanks. And uh, hopefully the league gets started. And uh, Yeah, hopefully next time we talk, we're, well, not us, but hopefully the next time we do this, I've <laughs> yeah. got some like standing updates or something. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. We'll see. Great. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. We'll see what happens. All right, all right Mike. Thanks a lot, man. Okay. Thanks, Thank guys. And this episode of Hatcher Hockey is brought to you by Tony's Joint. They're having a grand opening this Saturday, November 7th. There will be a ribbon cutting to celebrate the official opening. They are located at 20 Talbot Street South, Unit 5. Make sure you stop by the joint and check out all their cannabis products. You must be 19 or older to enter. Must have valid ID. Check them out. Tony's Joint. And there he was, folks. Mr. Mike Paley. That guy is always fucking such a good, a good interview. So well-spoken. Hockey-minded guy. It's always good having him in here. Fucking chirping me. I love it. I love it. But you got to love him just for that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's letting you have it, eh? Well, I got to, you know. Well, someone's got it once in a while, right? Right. No, oh, yeah. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. Well, um, if it ain't Misty, it's him, right? Yeah. Well, hey, they're family. They're allowed to. Or Jack or Grace yeah. or... 
Me. Just, <laughs> just everybody's punching bag here, guys. <laughs> um, you said you uh you had a few notes, right, Rob? Yeah. Um, t- uh, Gary Bettman saying that the the NHL won't go lower than a forty eight uh season game. So game season. Game season. season. Yeah, game. that's okay. I know yeah. exactly what you meant. They gotta get. They gotta have enough games in where it's it's uh, it makes its money off the. Well, they got yeah. Well, they got to pay these guys. That's right. But like a lot of these <clears throat> contracts, excuse me, that uh, they're 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 not much. But in all honesty, you still got to pay. Just say even everybody a million dollars. I was just gonna say you know? what 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 would happen if they didn't have a season for guys' contracts? Does that shave a year off your contract? Does everything freeze? Like how would they do that? I think they're doing the best they can, and that that's not going to be a result. But if that did happen, I think everyone's going to have to uh, deal with it. You know what I mean? Including the players. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's the right way or anything like that, but let's be real. You can't, you know, read but money I, from a stump. Because they're you know looking I mean? at a January, January 1st start date. Yeah. Right? So they can uh, award the Stanley Cup before the Summer Olympics. Yeah. Well, they're trying to get everything kind of back to normal, right? Which is going to be, it's going to, I think it's going to take another year or two before we get everything back to normal here. I don't know how you're going to get it back to normal. No, no but not, I mean, not, not this year. No, but I mean, as to where like they can fucking travel to everybody's arenas, they I think, can I cross think, borders. You know what? I think that's the dynamic of what's about to happen in the NHL stuff like that the dynamic is is you got a short season anybody can win yeah that's true yeah you know what i mean there's a lot that's a lot maybe you know what the sabers dumping tons of money you know oh what i mean my like, God. like that's just a, that's just a yeah actually you know. rob you had that in your notes right? well and you know you know what i like about it is, is that uh the leafs got some old guys and this 82 game schedule may wear and tear on yeah. them where they got a 48 game schedule mm-hmm. and now they go balls to the wall and just fucking Ass punch like everybody. Joe's game seven. Ass punch. I love your reference for that. I'm gonna ass punch you. <laughs> you ever got an ass punch? Like it fucking it hurts. does hurt. No, you had some points on the Sabers, didn't you, Rob? Oh yeah. Well, all the uh, pickups they've made over the last yeah. uh, couple weeks, like there's, in all honesty, they're they're building a fucking wagon over there. Well, they got Hall Stall. Yep. Um, Olson, they just signed him. Yeah, Olson yep. signed again. Reiner. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking... You know what? <laughs> and they didn't get rid of much. No. They're going to ass punch you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, they're going to shove Eric it right, Stahl's like right a up my stud team. And like, yeah, let's, let's, let's get into him a little bit. Yeah, Here we go a... to the Stahl family thing again. And then, he, you know what I mean? He's already got a cup in uh, Carolina. Mm-hmm. When he was with Williams and those guys. Uh, you know, I don't know. He's always been around. He's been around the league forever now, man. Like, you know, and always been talked about. Right, yeah. and uh, there isn't a game that goes by that his name isn't mentioned in something nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, whether Usually it's a body check or a dirty a dangle or presence. <clears throat> right. Yeah, he's uh he's usually on the board at some point regarding something, mm-hmm. whether that's a goal, an assist, a penalty, or you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. a good play. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you know. He's one of those grimy vets, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, he's uh, an old yeah. school NHL hockey player. Yo, you know, yeah, big time. That's did you did you guys also see that uh, Dallas um, brought out a neon um, jersey? Yeah, I've seen that. It's ultimate. Actually, it I love it. Some it's, of those old a, jerseys a that they're coming out with are yeah, nice. I got a neon green. Yeah, it's got like yeah, neon I've seen green. That. Yeah, that's totally awesome. cool. That's pretty sweet. Totally cool. 
Juana would be even fucking more like, awesome I mean, if with you're those. Into the, uh, 80s, if they like, cool too. Mm. well, because let's face it, every time they're at home, right? That's probably the only time they'll wear those, right? Is at home. What if when they skated out, the whole arena's black, but when they skated out, those jerseys glow in the dark? For sure, you know they will. Oh, that'd be I'm fucking sure awesome. Yeah. But even like, but even like, lights. even like the socks, like anything green that those guys yeah. wear glows in the dark. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Totally. I actually, uh, not off topic of that, but just on, uh, equipment and shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. Seattle Kraken, uh, showed their, uh, their logo. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that yet? I haven't seen I only yeah. seen the, the S one. Yeah. Just the S. Yeah, so you've seen yeah, I've there. seen yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. but I've, well, a lot of people just make different drawings of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's some pretty cool. Ones. Yeah, it's a sweet I logo. Not seen what the logo looks like. You didn't see what the it's logo almost, looks like. Uh, well, I, I, like it's. Uh, how would you even describe it? Almost looks like the yes is the cracker. Like, yeah, they've kind of yeah. It you know, starts like, like the the one tip. The of bottom it is part like, of the yes is the water. The the body coming up and then is the, the tail and everything. And then they got yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, it is nice. Cool. Their merch is gonna be sick. Yeah, for sure. Their merch is going to be real sick. I wonder if they'll skate out underneath the crack and, you know, like the, all the the Oilers skate out underneath the fucking Oilers stand. Do you think they'll do like a like a Red Wing type thing with the octopus? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they'll have to do something like copycats. That. <laughs> of course, I'm going to say that, right? But uh, no, yeah, man, they're they got a sweet logo. Their merch is going to be awesome. The draft, I think, for them is going to work out in their favor now. and Because now, let's face it, the salary cap's not going up, right? So teams are going to be in a little bit of a crunch. So when it comes time to that draft, you might not be able to protect somebody that you want to. Yep. Should be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. November 2nd, guys. You know what today is? If you're Canadian, you should know this day. Because Uh-oh. today... The day before my heart attack. Is the day Wayne Gretzky joined the Edmonton Oilers. Oh. Wow. Sweet. Like a little fun fact. Yeah. I was going to say, the day before my wife's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now, easy to remember. <laughs> that is easy to remember. Yeah, the yeah, Rob, the day, think, Rob the day before I had a, the day before I had a fucking heart attack? <laughs> Thanks, Wall. I had it on the third. I'll yeah. never forget her birthday ever again. Way to go, Rob. Your rack staff birthday dinner. It was all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> and it was my favorite dinner, too. It was, was too. <laughs> Just so you know, it was good. I ate it that night. Glad you're here, but pa, I ate it that day. Pa says, you didn't have to fake a heart attack if you didn't want to eat the roast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As I'm going out in a stretcher, like, yeah. oh, I think I'm dying here. Yeah. That was an insane day. I believe it, I believe it was it was that was on a Sunday, Sunday too I believe yeah. because I was coming in from hockey yeah it was a and Sunday. you would like I had just missed you yeah yeah that was a fucking crazy day it was insane day Jack saved my life yeah he did oh boy um, so the OHL also is uh, they have their consider they're considering the fourth for the uh, February fourth for their season opener. Mm-hmm. Whether that happens, who knows? But didn't Mike say that they were looking at December? Now. Now they were, but he doesn't they yeah. obviously they don't he think it's gonna happen. Did, yeah. 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 So, so he's thinking it's January. gonna be like January, yeah. January's gonna but, be the but, next date. They but the OHL yes. is backing it up to the fourth. Yeah, well, I, I don't know how that's gonna work, man. 
I'm I'm gonna go with Mike though, because Mike's in on all that shit. Yeah. So hopefully they can start. Maybe in order for them to have that many games or whatever, they would have to start then. I just hope that those kids get to play. Yeah. Like you know what I At mean? At the end of the day, yeah. yeah. Those like that's this is what they've been fucking training for since May. And they still haven't got to step on the ice yet, so hopefully they do. Hopefully. Do you from sixty eight games to forty games, that's oh, insane, fuck. man. And then Mike was mentioning like they they, they went from 40, 40 to eighteen or eighteen, yeah, which that's insane too. Anyways, guys, I mean, we should touch on that Mitchell Miller uh, situation oh. going on. Okay, you know what? Well, uh, go ahead, you you first on that whole situation. Well, you know, we just had this the interview with Mike there. You know what I mean? That's what we were talking about, guys in the room and your attitude and your you know your aura that you bring. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go too deep into what. Mitchell Miller did. Mm-hmm. I'm sure enough people can Everybody do their own knows, research. Yeah. The teams obviously have and made their decision and let him go. That would include the Arizona Cardinals and his Coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Arizona. Well, he's a Coyotes. Coyotes. Sorry. Baseball, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Arizona Coyotes, as well as the University of uh, North Dakota, mm-hmm. uh, have let him go. I mean, uh, it just shows you that the uh, teams and hockey in general, are not going to stand up for that shit anymore. And that goes for anybody out there that wishes to play that game. So if you come in with any of that shit, like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's all hearsay to me because I don't even know who this kid is. Right. But you come in riding the horse like that, you're going nowhere. What kind of fucking parents do you have if that's your child and this is the swinging dick that he's acting just saying some a of the fool? shit, some of the shit I've heard, and I, and I don't even know what, what what truth is held to it. But I mean, it's just completely off the hook. Like, and I've only read yeah. what I've read. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm but kind of getting at. It's unbelievable. Like that a way human off. that a yeah. human being could act like this. Yeah. No, so. hockey does not want. He could be the best hockey player in the world, yet hockey doesn't want anything to do with him. Nope. No. And you could have made that team millions, mm-hmm. and you could have made millions, and now, now what are you? Nothing. Nothing. I'll be honest with you. He's gonna have to go abroad. But there's nothing. If he's gonna have to go abroad, if you want to act or, like that, if you want to act like that, and you want to treat somebody like that, you don't deserve. Society any, doesn't want you, you. You don't deserve any of those fucking shots. Okay. No. No. You tell me that you're gonna do some of that shit that you did to a fucking human being okay you pull some shit like that and you're telling me that you wouldn't that you're gonna walk into a locker room and you're gonna be all buddy buddy with anybody who says that you wouldn't do that to one to to a fucking rookie you know to uh you know what i mean that kid wrecked his life at 14 years old yeah he had everything since you had the world by the 14 you're still a fucking kid you're old enough to fucking know better are you? You should. There's a lot of kids that make mistakes at 14 that you would think they should have knew better. But apparently, when he's well, this he is why I'm bringing it up. Right now. I'm bringing it up to if any kids are listening. Like I hope you heard what I just said. Yeah, you know what I mean. That kid's gonna be fighting to get anywhere near the NHL for the rest of his life yeah. if he plans to even try. Like, like you said, he's gonna have to go overseas. And but you know it, what? But it was that, more than one bad decision he's made, right? Oh, multiple. There was multiple. Yeah. Multiple bad decisions. Yeah. That's why I said, do you think he doesn't oh. fucking know that? 
No, because it, it depends on, on your upbringing too, eh? Like if how your is, parents are assholes, usually the kid's an asshole. Oh, yeah, but how is nobody, how is none of, like, nobody that knows him or seen any of this shit going, how does nobody fucking step in and punch this kid right in the mouth? I'm surprised nobody did. That's what I'm Because he's a huge prospect, and what yeah. do people do? Yeah, yeah. They tend to let that shit go. Mm-hmm. And it's true. The blind eye. Right. You turn right. the blind eye. I didn't and, see And, you know, he's you know playing I mean? for our school. Yeah. And, you know, like. How old is he now? I don't know. I, I honestly I think don't he was like. Exactly. He's 16, coming up, man. 17, he, you know? he just got drafted. drafted. Didn't you say he was in college? Oh, he just, okay, he yeah, just so got he's drafted. Called, so he's probably 18, 18 19, 19 yeah. years yeah, old. He just got yeah. drafted by the Coyotes. And yeah. then they 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 just took it back. No. Yeah. Like, they didn't know he did this? Like, well, this, you know, this what? is all news you to see, me, now, too. Now, right? this, is, this was the other question, was because that's what, uh, you know, a lot of people were saying. Like, how, how did you not know this? It was already, it was a listing mm-hmm. that, that I seen something where they were basically saying, like, you know, preach what you, yeah, you know, preach practice what the league's what you pro- preach your practice whatever, what you yeah. preach. You know what I mean? You're saying you're this type of organization and putting this big, you know, gold stature on your organization and this is yeah. how you roll and we're, you know. And yeah, this is your draft pick. Mm-hmm. So, now, now let's be real. Everybody knows they scout the shit out of these people. Mm-hmm. They knew. Well, they he didn't. went to college. They knew is what I'm saying. And he did it at 14. So, so when is that did he the blind eye? Seventeen? Yeah, they turned the blind eye then. Originally, but was he still that? So did the Coyotes turn the blind eye? Blind eye. But did they look at it in this? And I'm playing devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Did they look at it as he's a 14 year old kid? He's yeah. a fuck up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, he did something terribly stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Did did he get better from it? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't. You're in a whole world of social media these days where right. you're you're screwed now. Yeah, yeah. you might have got that. You might have got away with that years ago. Right. You know what I mean? With before all this stuff was happening, yeah. but now and now it's saying you know as soon as it goes on the one news media, boom. Originally, you know what I mean, too. it's like an explosion, right? And now that that's what you're painted as. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, it's sad, and you know if he is, you know what I mean. Like when you're doing stuff when you're that young, it is yeah. stupid. You know what I mean, and I agree. You know what I mean, but the result is is what he's got. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. You're out of the NHL just as quick as you went in it, yeah. and your university doesn't want you on their team anymore. Originally, Arizona said at first that they were going to send him in to do some courses and stuff on. How to like? Well, that's kind of that's his only way. Yeah, originally He's just have that's to listen to what that's everybody says what, and go what, that route. what they were gonna do originally. Yeah. yeah. But then I believe it caused so much of an uproar right. of everybody News. saying you're gonna give Social this kid media. a fucking second Social chance. Social media, man. And I think just Arizona just didn't want to deal with it. So but where was every where, where was everybody when this kid was going to college? Where was all the bitching, moaning going on then? How? What I want to know is what took five years or or whatever for this to come out like what took so long is it just is it is it is it just the way is it just the way that the world is nowadays that just now all of a sudden everybody's looking for that thing that you did bad or well we could go so deep into oh yeah but i'm just saying i I just look at gymnastics look at look at all this fucking shit that's happened you know like there are blind eyes everywhere of course and especially when it gets gets to the university level yeah it's all turned yeah, blind. 100%. All they want to do is bring the crowd in and bring and in the studs, bring in the money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now I, as he's going to the NHL, the NHL is going, whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? Yeah. yeah. 
That's kind of what I'm saying. Right? Because you know this mean? didn't like, come out when he was 14 years old that mm-hmm. he had done this. Mm-hmm. This this come out just recently. Yeah. 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 Because I have never heard anything about this until we started talking about it just yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I, so, I shouldn't even have to say this, but for all the kids out there and everybody out there, treat everybody how you would want to be absolutely. treated. 100%. That was my mom's you know what I mean? biggest so, thing that she ever said Be a me. good person. When you play your sports and you play your hockey, be a good fucking teammate. Shake the hand after. Shake. Yeah, you could Every hand. fight a guy or whatever. You know what? I've been in fights and leagues and even stuff or whatever, but guess what? After the game, I'm on the parking lot drinking a beer with that guy. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. just be respectful. Don't be a dick. Well, there's always somebody I, better, and there's always somebody tougher. Exactly. So, for for kids, especially kids, and then, you know, when it gets into the adult stage, well, you're just an asshole. Yeah, you're a dick. You know, kids kids don't mm-hmm. know if their parents don't fucking teach them. Yeah, you're right. At the end of the day, all I'm trying to say is, is like, really, I, I really hope Mitchell Miller gets the help he needs. You know, mm-hmm. he can, Absolutely. and he can... Uh, turn things around and, and salvage something out of this great hockey talent he has. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of trying to make the statement that any of the kids out there listening, like try not to put yourself in that situation. Yes. If that makes it clear. And if you see some shit like that, fucking stand up for fuck's sake. Absolutely. Fine. You know what I mean? What leads back to be a good teammate, be a good friend, be a good person. So on that note, let's fucking, Get back to the hockey here. Oh, shit. But uh, what else you guys got? You guys even got anything else, or are we all good? I think I'm good. I think uh, I'm good. Yeah. We're all good on that note, eh? Yeah. All right. This was a great episode. Yeah, it was. Love it. Lots of fun. Just so you guys know, too, we got some, we can't say right now, but we got some huge stuff coming up. Huge stuff coming up. So uh, we'll talk to you about a, at a later date. We like to leave you guys hanging a little bit, so. We'll do that. So until then, until next week, Aunt Wally, Rob, signing off. See ya. Cheers all. Bye.